Welcome everyone. I guess this could be our Thanksgiving edition podcast here. Now, as you're listening to this, you'll notice we're not live or nothing's fancy because we're actually recording way ahead of time since it's going to be our Thanksgiving in the States. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody that uh, I guess... Happy Turkey Day. Yeah, happy Turkey Day, which (laughs) Andre, you already had yours up there in Canada. Yeah, back in October. We're weird. Ah, uh, nah. You know, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, I figured we'd uh, record it early, maybe get it out. Uh, maybe I can get this out. I, if, you know, if you're heading to the families and you're on a trip or whatever and your wife will let you listen to us, <laughs> you know. Anyway, joining I, us. I'm really lucky this year. Cause yeah. Normally, we go to both. I, I'm so fortunate. I have two good family. I mean, my mar- my wife's family and then my family. And normally, every year, I have to force like two full-size Thanksgiving dinners because I don't want to upset them by not eating their meal a little later, like an hour or two later. We go from my parents' house to her parents' house or her family. And I usually am so stuffed. I mean, I am. Bo- I usually get so close to being sick because I eat so much food that close together. Well, this year... Her family's eating Thanksgiving dinner Wednesday night, so I have a whole day. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Nice. Awesome eating this, this Thanksgiving for me. Yes. I won't be killing myself, forcing all the food down, because, oh, my gosh, I can't stop <laughs> I when know. I see that food and all that good stuff. I'm the same way. It's bad. I'm the same way. Um, so thanks for joining us, everyone. I uh, hope everything's going good for your holidays if you're celebrating it. Uh, obviously, joining us today is Mike Coolins in the studio. And uh, all the way in the great white north, and yeah, Andre Russo. And, it's oh, turning white. Yeah, and let's yeah, talk about that. White. For uh, once, for once, I think we're getting your weather ahead of time. Yeah. Like, we're covered. Yeah, it's, it's it's white yeah, this it's morning. Completely white, snowy, nasty, cold. I mean, super windy. Like Oh, yeah, 40-plus wind yeah. gusts and stuff yesterday, and I think it died down a little. A little, today, but babe, not much. It's still 20. It's nasty, nasty, nasty cold. It so. makes me so thankful I got my deer because I'd yeah. be out there suffering right now for sure <laughs> if, if that weren't the case. Thank God. Yeah, the weather forecast, the weather forecast for us said, what, 15 to 25 centimeters overnight so tomorrow morning should be a really exciting drive to work <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man yuck yeah it's coming wow yeah and with that kind of early dumping and depending on what the temperatures is i might be putting some skis on a few airplanes right away yeah. so we'll we'll have to keep our eye on that one right uh we do have a couple special guests that are going to be on here a little bit later i'm not going to give it away yet so we're going to talk about some random stuff and things that are going on even though we did record a podcast last weekend so really there's a whole lot out there in the news there are a couple things i know you you guys probably going to hate us for talking about again but anyway after we're done with that we do have a couple special guests coming on i think it's kind of interesting and you guys will enjoy but hey mike real quick i want to touch on a couple stories um first of all uh i think i talked about it a little bit uh i've been chasing the, i was chasing the farmers around kind of all all fall you know i just wanted to go out and get some phantom shots you know with the combine or them doing the corn or whatever and 
no matter what I did, either I was going somewhere and I seen them or they were finishing up or it, it never worked out. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I was kind of bummed. So I was talking to a guy, um, actually I work with, and on the side, he drives grain truck for a huge farming outfit out in Doylestown. So I was telling him, you know, oh man, I've been trying to chase around. He goes, I got a couple guys and he goes, they're still doing corn and soybeans. And he goes, uh, let me talk to him. So the next day he come back, he goes, man, they are ecstatic. They would absolutely love for you to come out and film them, hang out, whatever I wanted yeah, to do. Awesome. They're like, that would be the best. I'm like, oh, great. So we we set something up. They were going out one evening, and they really only had a little bit left because, as you know, the weather's getting nasty. They're trying to get everything. Yeah, a they lot ate. of people got things cut yeah. already, I noticed. So there wasn't much left. I was even grateful for the opportunity. So it was right after the time change. I knew getting home from work was going to really try to be pushing it. So we set something up. He was going to go over there, uh, uh, I think drive one of the tractors or whatever. With the with, I think they were doing soybeans that night. So I tried to get out of work a little early. That didn't happen. I was rushing home. Uh, as you know, our, our main highway down here is like all jacked up, 77. There's all kinds of traffic. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going that way. I'm going to take some back roads. So I was taking the back roads home, and there was a massive accident on 93. The road was shut down. They had it. Let's just say huh. I got home. It was dark. Oh, wow. And my guy's calling. He's like, hey, man, where are you? I'm like, you'll never believe this. I'm sitting in traffic. I mean, we're, he's like, you're kidding me. I go, I know, of all days. I, I really don't think this is this meant was happen. meant to happen. So he goes, all right, let's set something else up. They were going, I think, that after that uh, week, uh, Saturday and Sunday. I said, okay, fine. We were podcasting uh, Saturday. I had some stuff going on Saturday evening. So he goes, how about Sunday? I said, perfect. We actually, we podcast Sunday, Sunday morning. morning, but I think you said you were going I to was, go do it yes, afterwards. But Sunday that. afternoon was beautiful, uh, sure. warm, no wind. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. The sun's going to be I was wondering perfect. how it went. Got home, charged everything up, ready to go. And about four o'clock, he calls me and goes, you're never going to believe this. I go, what? He goes, the combine broke down. And I go, <laughs> What? <laughs> mean it broke down they do a lot too like you have to have mechanics not just like little broke down Yeah, where they could repair it major like i guess it was over six thousand dollars in parts (sighs) broke down bad so they were down three days before so guess what i didn't have it again so i was like whatever i give up oh my gosh that my dads are running all the time i should have just told you i'm sure they would have left you film yeah it's just i know some of the local farmers there too yeah so. it was just some... actually i hopped up on the one guy's combine because i my dad hit that deer and he's out there cutting soybeans and i i walked out in the middle of the field and i said uh if you're cutting these soybeans and you come across a dead deer uh-huh. more than likely it's my dad's could you call and let us know uh-huh. and he's like oh yeah no problem yeah so. It was pretty cool. He just got a new combine too because oh. his broke down once. So I, it's just it's a pretty per- cool. Yeah, just a personal thing I've been wanting to do just to get some shots. But so anyway, that was my combine story that never. Sometimes happened. he'll even let me buy corn for feed, like off oh, of yeah. him, which that's not always the case. Right. But but because uh, that's for their livestock, yep. and so he's like, yeah, just hit this lever, lever and it'll it'll come far out. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> I'm filling satchels full of corn right out of his uh, his, uh. his bin there. Or silo. Uh, I have one other little story before we dive into what we were going to talk about. And I was I wanted to mention it on the last podcast. I kind of forgot about it, so I wrote it down. And I just found it kind of funny because my wife just sometimes says the, the 
strangest things, and it doesn't really hit me till till later on. And I know, <laughs> I know, Andre, you're pro- <laughs> you're probably going to relate to this, I'm sure, and, and understand where I'm coming from. Now, I'm not by any means. I'm not trying to brag about anything or, or things I've done, but throughout my life, I've been kind of an adrenaline kind of junky. I don't know why. It just takes a lot to kind of excite me. So whether it was racing motocross. Know, crazy. Uh, broken bones later. <laughs> yeah. Lots of broken bones later. Um, you know, skydiving, mountain bike racing, uh, scuba diving all over the place, you know, anywhere from the continental shelf in Hawaii to sh- scuba diving with sharks, you know, on the wreck of the Duane and the key, whatever. It's always something, you know. So when I was talking about our, our, hike we did a couple weekends ago we were out in the woods and it was early morning and i had the phantom and i'm dragging my wife with me and we're going all around and she's waiting for me and i'm you know out in the field and getting all these awesome shots so uh, we're on the way back and we get in the car and we're we're warming up you know and i i mean i was just i had a smile from ear to ear it was an absolute perfect morning weather wise scenery wise everything the hike was phenomenal we seen all kinds of deer one almost ran us over when we're i mean it was just great i was just kept telling her go man what a what a great morning i mean it doesn't get any better than this this is fantastic and she looked at me with this this blank stare and like just as serious as you can be and she goes what happened to you and i go what do you mean? <laughs> she goes, I go, what do you mean what happened to you? She goes, what happened to you? She's like, you're the motocross, scuba diving, skydiving, mountain bike racing fool that was, if, if you weren't trying to kill yourself, you weren't happy. Exactly. And she goes, you go out and fly a toy quadcopter and come back and think it's the greatest thing in the world. And I'm like... You know, it just didn't hit me right then, yeah. but later on as I was processing yeah. and thinking about it, I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, why? what is it, Andre? I mean, what is You know, it's not like it, it, it's this huge – I mean, it's hard to explain. Maybe for people that don't have a, a Phantom or, or some kind of FPV ship where you're sitting somewhere and this thing, you're you're actually piloting this thing, you know, and you're out and about and trying – it is a little, a little exhilarating, and then it will get your adrenaline going. You know what I mean, Andre? Mm-hmm. Yep. But it also um, – You're not subjecting your body to these true. things, which is good. <laughs> no. Uh, that's the nice part which is a good bad thing but it's uh you know what chris i think because i I had the same thing yesterday after i got out like it was like two weeks since i've been able to get flying and it was just yeah it just call it calmed me down and you know there's a there's a creative element to what we do now a lot more so Mm -hmm. it's just like ah you know just it just relaxed me for like 20 30 minutes i guess yeah but it's yeah i know i know (laughs) i i i get where i get exactly what you're coming from because it's like there was uh you know, those days where we were, I was in a really deep conversation about racing and all that. And mm-hmm. it was like, you know, my friends were, were, were posting up their, their season finale stuff. And I'm like, I really miss the action. Right. But then, you know, the shoulder, the right shoulder kicks up. And uh-huh. I'm like, ah, nope, don't miss that action. So, right. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, yeah. I just thought it was pretty comical. I mean, she was just as dead serious looking at me yeah, and I like, what happened to out. you? <laughs> I don't know. I hit 45 and <laughs> yeah. just went down the dumps. No. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't take much now. I guess it doesn't, you know. <laughs> 45. Nope. No, we're pretty easy. We're pretty easy to keep happy. Give us a new toy and let us go fly. Oh, man. So, anyway. Okay, now. We're going to talk about the Phantom 4 Pro. It's really that and the Inspire 2 are the really the only big news topics out this week. So if you're tired, I understand. I perfectly understand if you're tired of us, of, DJI of news, DJI yeah. news and what's going on. Hit the fast forward button because I'm telling you right now, we're going to dive into it here a little bit and talk about it only because, it again, it's the latest, greatest news. It's what everybody's talking about. We're going to kind of go over we're not going into real great depth and detail but we are going to talk about the uh, new features and everything and surprisingly i, I it kind of shocked me that they I, I knew the inspire was coming out but i didn't i did not see this uh, phantom 4 pro coming out yeah and it's pretty um yeah even even it is wow that's that's all i gotta say wow right right so we're diving in there. If you don't want to hear it, fast forward uh, in here in a little bit, and then you can uh, get, uh, get our guest and uh, listen to what they have to say. So here we go. Phantom 4 Pro was announced uh, this week, and it was funny because I was at work, and, and a lot of times, you know, I can't f- answer my text. And <laughs> so right after work, I, I get this text from Andre, and it said, Phantom 4 Pro, oh, big sigh. You know, and I was like, what's... <laughs> I, I, I didn't hear. I was like, what's he talking about? Did he wreck his Phantom? You know, because you glance at it. I'm not, I'm not thinking, you know. I'm like, oh, no, he probably wrecked the Phantom or something happened or what's going on, you know. So I get uh, down the road and realize, you know, looking at my phone, it exploded all afternoon. Everybody was sending me emails, tech text messages hey did you see the phantom 4 pro hey did you see this what about this what do you think about the now the map and blah on and on and on so about two hours later after i got home and went through all the emails watched the videos checked everything out i was like "Ooh, sensor overload here um so let's just dive right in it i i was shocked they brought out the pro especially this quick after the the, the four how long's the four been out andre six eight months we came out I in the think spring. so, yeah. It hasn't been a huge no. time between release. Right. And we were kind of – the whole idea behind the 4 is really we had thought, you know, and everything that the literature we had read was like, okay, there's not going to be, a, you know, a, a 4 standard, a 4 pro, a 4 advanced. It's just going to be the 4. Mm-hmm. So. Right. But, yeah. So uh, kind yeah. of a surprise, yeah. kind of a, a, a shock. Well, not even a shock. Yeah. And it's just it, – I. I yeah, like I said in the email, I was like, ah, oh, but I'm, I'm gobsmacked at what they've been able to do with the beast. So Yeah, for sure. And we're going to dive right in and talk about some of these features. I guess I'll be learning with the listeners because, I, I, I mean, I got some, like you said, some emails and stuff, but I never went in and researched it yet. So. All right, let, let's start off with the big thing because, you know, they could have just kept the same camera, put the all the sensors and, and everything like the, the Mavic has and called it a day but they didn't they've pretty much upgraded this whole thing from uh from my understanding like the the material it's made out of how it was built to the camera to the sensors to the battery to the control everything is is kind of new or has some kind of update so we're going to start with the camera and i want to ask you andre since this is kind of in your uh field of some of this stuff i don't completely understand but obviously it's it's better um for one much bigger camera. The one-inch sensor, 
yeah. uh, CMOS sensor, 20 megapixel camera. Uh, they put the mechanical shutter on there. Uh, from my yeah. understanding, it eliminates all that roll uh, rolling shutter distortion you get with the digital. Um, yes. So and and I think that's great because I have seen chasing airplanes around and I'm shooting at 4K and I'm only shooting at 30 frames a second and a lot of times. Even in the video, it's a little kind of like blurry when yeah, you get that drags, yes yeah. in that fast action shot. So yeah. for something like what we do, chasing airplanes around or, or doing the high speed stuff, that should really fix a lot of that, which is fantastic. Yeah. The other thing I think I'm really I, I'm excited to see with the one inch sensor is I don't know if you've noticed with the four. Um, in low light situations, it's not the best. Like once that sun kind of gets down and you're shooting and you get it back and look at the footage, it gets pretty grainy once once the light kind of goes away and it's not the best looking. I've shot a lot of stuff kind of late evening or at sunset and it just gets to that one point where it's like, eh, it doesn't look that good. Yeah, there, there's I, I've done some evening shooting with the, the with the Phantom Four and it's not too bad, but this. Uh, with the larger sensor and everything, especially if you can lock it in position uh, and really open up the iris, I think you're going to get a lot of nice stuff. I mean, essentially, they've taken they've taken the mechanics from like a DSLR, and they're you know they're putting they put it on board. So it's it's yet another leap in capacity as far as what this what these platforms offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, crazy because you know now we're looking at 4K at. Fi- 60 frames 60. a second, which is 60. fantastic because yeah, again, your laptop, your laptop's going to have a heart attack. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know. Cause even now, like, you know, trying to yep. process and edit that 4k, it's, it's pretty tough. The other thing now explain this to me. Uh, the big change too, is now it's at a hundred megabits per second bit rate versus the old one at 60. What does that do? How does that your help quality. Your, your quality quality of the H two six four or H two six five? Mm-hmm. Uh, will look even better. Uh, the higher quality you get, the more information is loaded into the picture, right? Okay. So basically, you look at something, um, the details in the blacks and the grains in it will be that much better. So your picture will look even more stunning because you're just able to throttle all that information. So the cards have got to be up to the tax. So you, you know, you're not looking at your, uh, you know, your ultra um, sand discs anymore. You're looking at the pro extreme sand discs, which are like double the cost. Right, oh, so you're wow. not going to put that into your you're not going to put that into your run cam too. Yes, um, <laughs> but basically, it's just they've just opened up this capacity. They've just you know, and it's and, and the still end of it. That was the really cool part of it, like the, the ability to take still photos with this with this camera now. Are yeah, just phenomenal. Yeah, like it's just oh yeah, twenty megapixel, and, and now it'll do a burst mode at fourteen frames a second. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it basically is a DSLR. I mean, mm-hmm. or and it's uh, because of the mechanical shutters. You know, it's a mirrorless camera, and, and yeah, phenomenal piece of kit. So, and this is the guy that just you know forked out a lot of money for P four, right? <laughs> I know. So I know. Um, now, now a, a couple a couple people asked me right away what I thought, and I'm like, it's the thing with technology. You, you yes, have to make you I have know. to make that purchase decision at some point. <laughs> right, right now, right. so otherwise you're always I mean, waiting for the waited. newest and greatest. I didn't know it was coming, but and I'm still satisfied with what I got. And and uh, yeah, I'm 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 flying around. I'm doing stuff, but I'm not using it 
to the extreme that that camera would be worthwhile. I mean, I can't, you know, I can barely, my, my system is barely, you know, I can't <laughs> play back the 4K, let alone, you know. I know. So uh, the, the photos end of it, I mean, that's going to change uh, a lot of stuff for, for a lot of people. This is going to, like, I mean, they, they just keep inventing market opportunities mm-hmm. for themselves. So sure. you know, anybody's going to be going, you know, not just the video now, the fact that it's legitimately a flying camera that can take superb stills. So, yeah, I was crazy. thinking the Mavic and then this comes out. I know. This is it. I, when, I, when, when they broke this news, a couple of people were asking me and I'm like, oh, forget the Mavic. The yeah. Mavic, the Mavic yeah. is cute and tiny and everything. Yeah. But if you're looking for your prime platform. Right, 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 right. You know, and, and well, there is some features I'm scrolling awesome. through here, and I knew one was going to be on here, and of course it is, but I'll wait till you okay. get to it. But. Now, Andre, explain this, because I really have no idea. I'm all new at this editing stuff and the the codes and all this, but what when now, now they're telling us it has dual coding at either 264 or 265. So what's the benefit in that? Uh, I guess it's going to be platform. Uh, H.264 will do the, the the 60 frames per second, and I guess the, 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 the H.265 is just an extra evolution in the Kodak. Um, so you'll, you'll basically, it depends on your platform. It depends on what uh, you know what proprietary hardware you're running. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just the evolution of it. Um, you know, and if you've got the hardware to go, and you can through the through the throughput, I guess the real nice part is you can make your decision of what you want to flow or what you want to edit on too. Um, I mean, obviously, right now we're all doing H.264 at the you know 4K right. at 30 frames per second. So, mm-hmm. uh, and basically, it's just going to be the next step. But you've got to have the hardware, the computer hardware, to handle that and and to be able to process that. So, right, Do you just think- another evolution, just another option. Is it the same exact frame or is it smaller? And do you think the props will be in the shot still? I was wondering. No, it, it's exactly the same uh, platform frame-wise. I th- from what I was reading, they did change a little bit of the material to try to make the actual copter lighter because the camera and everything is heavier. So from my understanding, it's basically the same weight as Size. a 4. And I, I hear a lot of stuff that uh, people are going, man, why don't they change it? It's the same thing. Blah, blah, blah. It's what? Personally, personally... I think it's a sexy looking quadcopter. I mean, when you see the thing and the details and the way it's it's made, I really think it's a good looking. I don't think copter. I'd use the word sexy. To okay, describe it maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe you're you right. have a problem there. Chris. Maybe I do. Maybe I do. I would, cuddles his I, I'll admit that. That's like me sleeping with like a deer antler. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I understand. <laughs> uh, nah, it's just a good looking copter. Um, What's what's curious is why they wouldn't have called it a five. So obviously they've got something in the works for fans. Oh, don't five. even say that. We can't keep up as I it know. Is. I know. No, we can't. We can't. You know, and it's they, they've gone. They've gone into the whole. You know, the, the, that uh, that whole spiel where you know technology for computers every six months is a quantum leap. Well, they're doing this to us. I know. My wall, you know, our wallets. I know. I, know. I can't even pull the trigger on this technology. It's awesome as it is. But so um, then, what we're what we're getting with this camera is you know everything we talked about. Plus, it improves the dynamic range obviously the low light like we talked about signal to noise uh the maximum iso now is twelve thousand eight hundred. and according to dji this sensor is almost four times bigger than the camera on the uh phantom four that's that's huge it's it's just great it's just yeah it kind of like yeah you're you're sitting here going well i just bought a phantom four what the heck you know and it's just you know so this i think you're gonna see a lot 
I think maybe this is where the industry was like, you know, we like the four, but you know, here's the flaw with it. Well, they've just answered that. You know, this mm-hmm. this this camera changes a lot. I mean, nothing wrong with the existing tech, but it's just in the next the next quantum the next leap. I've used quantum a few times today already, haven't I? <laughs> I have a feeling the next thing with camera will be zoom capability. Well, they already have that out. And some, man, I just haven't yeah, read up uh, on it. DJI already has a camera out with zoom uh, capabilities. Now, I'm, I, I didn't even really look at it because I knew it was something that I wouldn't even, price range-wise, is probably five. Sure, I don't know. But sure. I did watch some videos on it, and it, it's out there. So it, it, I'm sure it's coming another year or so. It's probably it's on the, the Phantom, Phantom 6. or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. All right, now let's talk about the obstacle sensing because we knew that was coming uh, because of what we've seen on the Mavic and plus the 4 already this, started with some. This is the one I was saying that I knew it was going to come out. Okay, with so according to DJI now, they have five directions sensing. of yep. obstacle sensing. Um, Which is great, the backwards one, obviously. Yeah, uh, let's see. It's equipped with like an environment sensing system, and it's based off of uh, stereo vision sensors and infrared sensors. Uh, It's able to detect objects 98 feet in front of it. That's huge. Allowing <laughs> it's allowing it to plan its flight and avoid anything and simply hover. Uh, and, you know, if you have a problem or an emergency. And from what I was reading on the return to home, is with all the stereo vision sensors, it plots its course back to home so it, it isn't just gonna like raise up well it will it'll raise up to whatever set height and return to home but if there's obstacles in the way like it'll trees yeah and stuff. it'll like go I, around I mentioned buildings before, you know yeah i said well, why don't they go up that now, now it's remembering its flight it's yeah using its previous its flight coordinates so oh, if you wow. fly around something it's like okay Oh, so wow. it's just, you know, it's a oh rewind feature. Oh, right. my gosh. So the system allows it to hover in position not only with the GPS, but it's combined with the infrared sensors on the left and right, and it can avoid obstacles in a total of four directions. Forward, rearward obstacles, sensing range, it's been increased, and it allows the Phantom now, it can fly at 31 miles an hour with full protection of the stereo vision obstacle sensing system. So they've uh, upped that up. Or they've upped the speed up a little bit and still have yeah. all the sensing, which is which is fantastic. Yeah, boy, that backwards one is huge because you yes. so bad want to go backwards filming things yeah. most of the time. And I, you know, until watching the video when I was filming out there with uh, the tundra on the lake, you know, that's one of my favorite things is to get side shots and reverse shots. And the one time I don't know I'm I'm watching Pat fly and everything's looking good and Scott's screaming at me trees 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 you know and I I stopped and you know I was close I was really wow. close you know so yeah that is fantastic now so not only do you have the dual vision percent or sensors on the front now you have him on the right. back. Um, that's huge yeah let's see uh even for sides it's good because you like you said you like getting side pictures too and you're you're yeah. going into stuff so right right now and according and according to dji now the pro it's able to hover precisely in places where you don't have gps whether you're indoors or you're in a uh, a, a noisy environment where you're not picking up satellites or you're you awesome. know you want to take off on like and i've had this quite a few times i've been in a tight spot to take off where the copter screaming at me like i might have six satellites and it's going no addy mode addy mode but as soon as i pop up and get above where i'm at and then i pick up 15 or 20 satellites and everything's good but with this they're saying that it's going to be able to hold its position wherever you're you know awesome. taking off yeah, or landing very on. awesome um yeah. 
So, so choosing some of the IR tech that the that they developed for the Mavic, obviously. Well, I really right. hope my wife asked me what I want for Christmas. I'm going to have this in my back pocket. And supposedly it has a narrow sensing mode also that's uh, able to see more detail to actually fly through you know smaller now, spaces. This, but I don't mean to jump ahead. Does this um, come with a screen then too? It can. Uh, it can come with a nope. screen, which we're going to okay. talk about I don't here in jump just, too far just ahead. a minute because there's some things yeah. I, I'm curious to know about that. Because that was to my point on the Mavic I was telling you just before we started. I said, man, I don't have to buy a tablet. I don't know. All these expenses keep adding up. Right. All right. So real quick, we're going to go over... Um, it's a complex network of 10 component groups, including seven cameras. They have your forward, your rearward, downward, dual vision sensors, and primary camera. Then it also has the infrared sensing system, which is all new, dual band, satellite, GPS, and GLONASS, two downward-facing ultrasonic rangefinders, redundant IMUs, and compasses. I love that idea with the redundant compasses and IMUs. Um, require, uh, acquires real-time view of its environment information about height, position of nearby obstacles to create a 3D map. So this is just like what we talked about with the Maverick. It's got the exact same uh, redundant yep. everything in it. So what is infrared sensing? Uh, what it is, they put two infrared sensors, one on the left, one on the right. And what that does is it measures the distance between the aircraft in any obstacles using an infrared 3D scanning. And when it's if it's in beginner mode, or they put the tripod mode on this, which I love, uh, these sensors, they have a horizontal field of 70 degrees and a vertical field of view of 20 degrees. So what it does is it provides this big wide scan of everything on the side, and it has a range of 23 feet. Infrared sensing system is able to sense large areas and measure the distance between the aircraft, identify its closest objects accurately, and avoiding interference, providing a more reliable sensing and protection. All right. Now, Mike, you want to talk about the remote. Uh, Here's a crazy thing that I I want to see this work because I, I actually just had a really... Bad, not bad issue. I didn't have any problems, but I ran into a problem, and I'll talk about it here in a second. But now, Andre, you have the option. Uh, they have a new Lightbridge HD video transmission system that adds 5.8 gigahertz transmission yeah. support. So not only the 2.4, but you now can you can get the which you can, one you want. yes, There's which is fantastic because as everybody knows, 2. on 2.4 you, you get into a, yeah high Wi-Fi, you know, or uh, um, cell phone towers or any anything like that. You're going to have a few problems. As flight fast, flight fast. Um, <laughs> you know, you're going to get that. That image lag now here and Andre you've experienced this over where you fly around the school because of the Wi-Fi and yep. I was shooting some stuff for a friend of mine and we were by this massive massive cell phone tower that probably had a hundred antennas on excuse me and I was running into the same thing now we were flying around my my video signal was it said it was great, fantastic, but it just kept lagging and cutting out, lagging and cutting out. Yeah. And it was annoying. I mean, really annoying. So according to this, you know, if you're in a real noisy environment or, you know, in a spot where the 2.4, yeah, 
Go with the 5.8, which is awesome. Uh, it's called uh, Time... TDM. Di- yeah, TDM, Time Division Multiplexing. Transmit signals to send the controller signals and receive video transmission signals at the same time. 2.4, as we know, is affected by Wi-Fi, 4G, cell towers, and other types of interference in urban areas. 5.8 band will increase transmission reliability. Max, uh, and they're still claiming... 4.3 miles or 7 kilometers, uh, you know, yeah. line of sight, which obviously they, they've upped that just like the Mavic. Now, Mike, they're offering this with a new, and I, I like this idea, a 5.5-inch 1080p screen integrated into the Phantom 4. And this this I don't understand, but it's they're saying it, it offers 1,000 CDM2 of brightness. Now, all this says to me is, according to them, is a normal phone or a normal tablet is it's twice as bright. Because I can yeah. even tell you, using my mini iPad, with this with the sunshade on it, if I'm out in light, it is still hard to see. And that, I, Yeah, that's what I was noticing when we were flying the Mavic and stuff. I'm like, this is where I'd really like to have goggles, but right. they did, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's problematic. Essentially, it's an Android tablet with a really bright display. Right, right, right. Now, first I seen this, I was worried because I'm like, well, you know, I fly with my goggles a lot, and I don't know if I want the screen. It's a little bit smaller than I like, and what about the HDMI? But according to this, um, like you said, it's Android-based, fully optimized. It's supposed to reduce the video lag, which is good because I still, once in a while, even with the mini iPad, I get that, that lag. But it has an integration of an HDMI port, port, so I'm guessing you should be able to plug some goggles into it. Micro SD card slot, microphone. Now, the reason I'm wondering about this, it says microphone, embedded loudspeaker, and Wi-Fi connection. Because when I first seen this and it came out, my first thing was, okay, on the DJI Go app, what if you want to do a live feed? What are you going to do? Because normally on the phone, you got to have like 4G or some Wi-Fi or something to do live feed. So I thought... It ain't going to work. But according to this, it's got Wi-Fi options. So a lot of times what I used to do is run a hotspot off my phone to my tablet to do live feed. So I'm thinking and hoping you could run a hotspot and still do the same thing. Yeah, basically that's that's how it's going to go. So it's 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 like an i it's it's an iPod. Yeah, uh, or or you know yeah. it's it's yeah it's fully functional. It's a tiny tablet, you know, five point five inch. So mm-hmm. or a, a phone without the phone capabilities. Well, but, with the HDMI uh, port, you could use your goggles. goggles yes, the, goggles. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the remote awesome. comes. The remote comes with the HDMI port built in now. That's so awesome. That's a, huge. Instead of a hundred dollar upgrade for our remotes, it's right. got it. So that's awesome. Right. Um, and you have, you've got the functionality of the super bright display, which is um, you know I, I saw their demo video and the you know the photographer said he could find it. So I guess my only concern would be that you know it's five point five inches. And yeah, so that's not very big. You know, it's half it's half the size of the mini tablets, which not even that sorry. The mini tablets are seven seven inches, inch. So. Yeah, you're losing a yeah, couple so. inches, which. But, uh, I don't know. I guess we'd have to see it. If if the brightness is as good as they say in the image quality yeah. and everything, it, I, I guess it could be worth it. Um, the other cool yeah. thing that I do like, it's got a five-hour battery life. So you should be able to go remote? out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. La- uh, five-hour battery life. Um, for, so you shouldn't have any problems go out and flying all day, basically. 
on that before yeah, you got I, to. I've only charged my remote twice now. So, that, oh, wow. And that was like, I'm like, oh, it's at 80%. I'll top it off while I'm charging the batteries, right? So it's mm-hmm. the, the remote on the, uh, the the battery on the on the P4 remote has been good so far. So How mm-hmm. many batteries do you have for the Phantom 4? I can't remember. I, I, I think I saw a picture four. back there. Okay. I actually have four so you can batteries. Cycle through pretty my, well. Then. My deal came with three batteries, and then I picked up an extra one. And we'll. Uh, and the real cool thing is the the new batteries for the Pro will work. They're backwards compatible with the four. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, and so they're and they're apparently the same price. So I suspect you'll see the older batteries, the normal batteries, go away, and the higher capacity batteries become the norm. Right. So right, it's kind of right. like ah, but. You know, I'm flying, you know, I, I maybe in the summer I could see the need, but with four batteries yesterday, I was like, okay, I got to land because I got to actually get to go. I'm late. Cause I'm <laughs> back, you know? Right. Um, but uh, that's still still pretty cool. So I could see myself maybe, you know, if I, if I had the need, I could see myself picking up a higher capacity battery. But it's just a little bit more, you know, they're just, you know, I guess the 30 minute is the benchmark that they want to keep going mm-hmm. for. So. Mm-hmm. And I think, what was it, 160 for uh for the high capacity batteries. So. Yeah. 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 That, that's that's two one million Canadian. Right. <laughs> yeah. Someone's uh, got to do push ups if they're listening to that competition, eh? We'll yeah. Talk right. about that after. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, real quick, they uh, added some more uh, features like now they have draw. It's a new technology for waypoint control. You simply draw a route on your screen, the phantom will follow it, uh, keep locked on its uh, altitude. You, so you can focus on the control. It's more complex shots, you know. Um, yeah. Active track, they've kind of updated that a little bit. Uh, it recognizes objects be- better. Uh, it does kind of a um, algorithm of what it's trying to track, so it can you know keep it in frame. Uh, you can now choose between trace, where you follow in front. Um, profile you follow along the side or I really like this is spotlight to where you know it just keeps it focused in the center and you can you can move the copter any way you want tap to fly I think that was pretty much uh, the same thing you have that Andre I believe tap to fly um, I think so I, I you know I'm bad I have not used a lot so many of these features, features yet. I know there's so many Here, here's what I found out about the features now I have used them a little bit but generally I, I rely on my flying skills but I've come and now unless they've changed a little bit now on especially the pro or maybe they're gonna they've changed on the app but I know on my three my apps a little bit different is by the time I get into the app set up what I want to do <laughs> figure out where I'm flying could have done it already yeah I could have already might have been not quite as smooth but I've yeah so I don't really use them a lot but I could see definitely in some situations yeah. you know where you're going to use them um we already talked about the return to home has changed a little bit uh it, it, like you said it records its its flight route and it, it um now andre on your your phantom four does it do you know what the default return to home height was on that did you have to alter that at all or? i think it was set default it was set to 30 meters yeah um, that doesn't seem jacked, high to me i checked my Dude, 30 meters is like 100 feet, I think. Mm-hmm. I, to, I would think know, 200 so. feet would be anything above 200 well, would be best. I, I put but. myself back up to 50 because we've got trees in our area, yeah, right? Exactly. So I, I, sorry. I, I put it up for 50 meters and said, okay, uh, I've hit it once or twice uh, to make sure it works. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I just I fly the thing, you know, and I just say, okay, let's go. And even if I get a video dropout, I'm pretty confident in the system sure. now. I'm pretty comfortable with it. So mm-hmm. It surprises me they default it so low because I would think you'd want at least at least 100 and some or over. What was it? You said me. I'm, I'm bad meters. with meters. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't. That's about what 100 feet. You yeah, thought? probably around there. And you think they would have went half the ceiling? You know, 200 yeah. feet at least. Mm-hmm. But 
That's what mine's. I think it's still set at thirty. I don't know if I've ever. That doesn't seem it. safe to me. I just think of trees and stuff. I'm like, man. Yeah. That well, just... this is it. I know I've got a patch of trees that I fly over routinely, can... and they're they're pretty well at a hundred yep. feet. Yeah, they're know? close so to that. Like, That's what I thought so, too. Right. So I jacked it up to fifty meters, which is Very like one hundred sixty-five feet. And, and that'd and be goes... pretty decent. Then I think you're good there. But yeah. So, yeah, the return to home, like we talked about, uh, according to this, it uh, senses any obstacles around it, even if it's uh, around water. Uh, so it will find a suitable spot to land uh, and return to home <laughs> at a, you know, change its height. And What do you say about water? It says that um, the Phantom 4 Pro will record the scene below and compare its recording with what it sees as it returns for a more precise landing. It can also detect ground to see whether there is a suitable spot for landing. If any obstacles are found, if it's water on the ground or whatever, it will alert the pilot and hover at an appropriate height. Wow. Yeah. So it does detect water. Somehow. Yeah. And it also yeah. it also has gesture mode, which we've talked about that on the Mavic. So, okay, let's uh, real quick, we're going to go into performance because we got our guests. We got to get our guests on the line here pretty quick. So um, flight modes we already talked about. Uh, new range of 4.3 miles or 7 kilometers. Um, sensor redundancy. Thank you. <laughs> Um, like we said, it has uh, dual, uh, dual IMUs, um, compasses. Uh, the batteries have gotten a little bit bigger. I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Oh, the obviously the time. Now, um, what was there? Something else in here? I was going to see. Faster. Faster. That's what it was. Thank you. It's ten. Was it ten miles an hour faster? I think they said in. Um, yeah. Yeah. In 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 precision mode and then in sport mode, they it, it will go even faster now. It will you know do seventy two kilometers an hour, forty five miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, this is obscene. You know, you'll you'll shoot past your target. So yeah, in so, tripod mode. And yep, all tripod that stuff. mode. Tripod mode would be cool. I you know? love I, tripod mode. I really do. Especially you know, gives anything, you a lot smoother shots. Yeah, though. if you're doing something tighter in a small area or. Uh, you know, yeah, it, it will be interesting to see because the moment this this broke, I started checking to see if there were any updates on my, you know, if the, if any of the updates will trickle down if they figure something out or if you know, uh, you know, if they're going to do any backwards support for the Phantom Four mm-hmm. uh, as far as some of the functionality. It would be really cool if we could see that, but uh, I'm I'm not holding my breath. But it would be nice to have a few of these extra little features untapped if possible. Mm-hmm. So uh, there you got it. That's the uh, Phantom Four Pro. Well, you know, I, I it's okay. Price. I forget what the price is. It, it says for one thousand four ninety nine here on their website. Yeah, with without the built in screen, and I think it's almost eighteen hundred with the built in screen. So yeah. and like Andre said, and then another hundred and sixty bucks or so for the uh, extra batteries. So batteries. I, I'm guessing I haven't seen anything yet. Obviously, it's not available, but uh, I'm guessing they're probably going to have some bundles. I would think coming out where you, you know you get the controller with the screen, and maybe an extra battery and case, just like they've done before. I'm sure the Pro Four remote control, including the screen, is six hundred dollars. Yes. Yep. So yeah. 
You're, so what, the, the base copter doesn't come with a remote or it does come with a remote? It, I think it, yeah, the base copter does come with a remote, but not the screen. So you're basically... Yeah, it says RC with screen would be the 1800 yes. then yes. on their website. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Right. I'm just popping through. Right. There you go. That's it. Yeah, well, I guess if you don't, like you like Mike, like you said, if you're on the, in the market for this thing and this is your, your holdback because you don't want to have to, you know, upgrade, I suppose you could still use your phone. Um, but that screen with a nice display would probably be worthwhile. Absolutely, so. yeah. Well, it's oh, you know, <laughs> uh, I think the camera, the, the functionality alone on the Beast is what we saw. We we knew that stuff was coming, but the camera is the big surprise. So. Right now on their web page, it says buy now. Is that still not? A, I don't know. Yeah, you can buy it now, but it's, it's not. Yeah. The re- yeah, I didn't know. Oh, when there's it still actually yeah, hit. there's still people waiting on their you know the pre-orders for that's for the like Mavic a pre-order are, uh, thing. Still that's... withstanding. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I heard that the uh, they think the Mavic uh, Pro is going to be out before the people get their Mavics. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know man. how true that is, but if that's true, oh, then people man. are not going to be happy. No. That would be yeah. And, yeah. and I found it. I found it interesting. Yesterday, oh. I was in Best Buy, and they had all kinds of Karmas in there for sale and on display. Nothing about recall. So I'm wondering how many people how went and bought, bought a Karma at Best Buy and was out flying it around. How does that no, happen? I don't how does the retailers not know? I don't know. Oh my gosh. Well, they're just, you know, they've they've probably dumped their money in already, and the, the yeah. refund. Now they want to get it back. Sloppy, yeah. yeah. So, and of course, and obviously, the the Inspire Two is uh, released, but that's a uh, that's a whole other level of tech that we we probably don't even want to dwell into because it's like you know, like I yeah, I, I would have. I got into it just briefly. I read about it, watched some videos, and wow. I mean, that's oh, so beyond, like, we were talking, you know, broadcasting direct to a satellite truck, and, I mean, the, yeah. you know, the copter alone, I think, is three three grand now $3, with no camera, um, but it's crazy. 67 miles an hour, like, zero to 50 in, what, three or four seconds? This, and This is something that, you know, Top Gear or the Grand Tour kind of, you know, <laughs> yeah. this is what they want to use, you know? This is like this is this is you know a purpose-built monster for right. uh, for production. Yeah. yeah, dual remote and all that other good stuff. So, all right, everyone, that's Phantom Four. We're going to take a quick break here. We're going to get our guest on, and we'll be back here in just a couple minutes. So, stick with us. All right, guys, welcome back. We have our special guest here on the line joining us. Well, normally all the way from, I want to say, Ashland, Kentucky, but they're at their parents' house or at the in-laws or one of those in Ohio. They were very gracious to uh, join us us and, and change their schedule up a little bit. So without further ado, joining us today is the RC Sailors Nate and Abby, welcome, guys. Yes, welcome. Hey. Hey, thanks for having Thank us. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. I've been wanting to get you guys on for quite a while. I was so excited. Everybody's making fun of me because I was like a little kid at a candy store to finally get to talk to you guys and meet you guys at Flight Fest this year. And I was really, really surprised you guys made the trek all the way up to you know, come up and hang out. So what did you guys think of that? It was a blast. It was so much fun. I think I had more fun talking to all the people there that <clears throat> just enjoyed the hobby than I did uh, flying. I mean, I know I spent more time mm-hmm. talking to people up in the air. So we had a great time. We're already trying to make plans to come back uh, next year or whenever uh, the next flight test is going to happen. Flight Fest. Yes, yes, Flight Fest. I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it literally is for us. It's probably a half hour of total flying over four days, and the rest is all talking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really is. Yeah. That's right. 
Yeah. All right, so let's jump in to you guys because, in case people don't know who you are, um, you're big on YouTube right now. It's the RC Sailors on YouTube, and what you guys do is test and review and crash and a multitude of things. Not only just things that fly, but what I like because I was into the cars and stuff too. Is you guys also do boats, RC cars, RC trucks, just about anything. So. How did you guys get now? Real quick, how this is probably a couple years ago, maybe even a little longer. How I found you is I seen the Cajun Commander and, and was checking it out. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder if anybody's got any videos on this thing. And I was just on YouTube searching out, and actually, your channel was one of the first ones that came up. So I watched it, and I'm like, wow, these these two got, got something going here. Just the way the dynamic between the two and how you, you can tell right away watching a video somebody's got passion for yeah. RC. Yeah. And I can see it right away between you guys. Like, you were really enjoying yourselves. The video was fun. You were really into it. And, I'm blushing. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's just something, you know, being around this type of thing for so long, you can I, – I can pick it up real quick. And – but what really, really kind of got me excited, Abby, is because you're a husband and wife team, and the wife was just as excited, if not more excited, than the husband was to drive the Cajun Commander. And we so, never see and that. And we never hardly <laughs> ever see that. So to, to have that... How can you not like that thing? <laughs> I, it was awesome. So ever since that episode, I keep track of you guys and see what you're doing and what you're flying and what you're crashing and everything. And just over the last couple years, I'm, I mean, your channel really has exploded. And, you know, I just wanted to, to let people know about you guys and see what, what you do and see the passion you have and you're trying to grow the hobby. And I, I just love it. So I wanted to talk to you guys and, and, you know, see what's next or what you're looking to do in the future. But my, my one question is, I, I know, I've been around flight tests since the beginning and I know all the stuff they get. What do you guys do with all that? I mean, we just do airplanes here. You guys have boats, cars, planes, quadcopters. Don't come to our house ever. Don't come over. <laughs> no, we would like it. It'd be like Disney World. For yeah, us. It would just be fantastic. But but literally, what do you guys do with all that stuff? I get that question a lot lately. Um, some people have furniture. We have of RC stuff. We have a. Uh, full-size garage that normal people would park their cars in, maybe put the phone in there. Mm-hmm. That is a dedicated RC zone, and it's a pretty good-sized garage. Um, all the planes are hanging on the wall. I've bought some heavy-duty shelves from Lowe's and mm-hmm. all the trucks there. And then the ones that have seen better days, we may pass on to good friends and family to help get them into the hobby, too. Dad sailor. My dad. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Because, Andre, you kind of do the same thing. You get something, and then yeah. after a while, you pass it right down the line to your dad. And then I get in trouble for my mom <laughs> yeah. crowding their place, right? <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. Wow. I tried to my dad to spell some things. <laughs> okay, now my next question is... You guys still work full time jobs, or is this starting to turn into something? You know, you guys are doing full time uh, with, with your YouTube channel, or how? The reason I'm asking is, 
you guys do a lot of stuff. Like you post a lot, and I know what that's like to try to get make videos, edit them, cut them up, and get them out. At least for me, I know I struggle with it. Um, but I also know that's kind of your background. You guys are uh, have a small business on the side too, where I think you guys do what like wedding, kind of like Eric Monroe here at Flight Test weddings and ceremony or whatever. Probably anything anybody wants you to do. So I just wanted to know what what do you do besides RC. <laughs> Um, we burn it at both ends and then some, I mean, we, we do work full time. Right. I am a voc rehab counselor, so I am helping people with disabilities. Oh, wow. Jobs, different services. Mm-hmm. That's what I do today. Wow. And, uh, wow. UPS, I'm a dispatch supervisor. So okay. I work uh, early, early hours most of the time. Mm-hmm. And then get off work and she gets off work we try to find a short window in the day when it's not super cold and snowy out like this now yes we go fly for a little bit and bring the cameras with us and then the rest of the evening every waking hour is editing and responding to comments right and, and then from where people knew we had cameras then they wanted us to start filming weddings and so a couple years ago that took off and that's been an interesting journey so Nate edits most of the RC videos. I jump in there every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And then I, I'm over there on the other desk. If you've ever seen our setup on our channel, we have two desks side by side. So I'm over there doing the wedding. Wow. And that's what we do. We, we don't play video games. We, we edit. Oh, we do. We find time somehow. <laughs> yeah, we Sometimes do. we get behind. That's- <laughs> but you have to. That's tough, though. I mean, you guys really pump out a lot. Like I said, we just do plain stuff. You guys do everything. Uh, so I, I give you a lot of credit. I don't know how you do it. I know I couldn't do it. That's tough. You're masters. You, you know, guys are the experts. You know, you know? your plain stuff. We <laughs> are not masters of any of it and will never claim to be. But anytime we knowledge through the process of all this, you know, uh, if I learn something about flaps or tailor arms or whatever, mm-hmm. I try to add on to people – uh, on our channel, because when we started into the hobby, one of the scariest things was not knowing stuff about it. And I think it's kind of intimidating if you don't know stuff about the hobby. Absolutely. That's so to show people that you can still fly super expensive and five channel planes and stuff without knowing a whole lot about it. But, you know, we pass little tiny tips in, in our videos um, along the way, but we make mistakes in every single video, too. So, you know, oh. uh, we're... We'll never claim to be uh, perfect or masters of any of it. <laughs> but, you're, but you're having fun. Yeah, with it. you're that's having the whole fun, idea and it, it. it makes it real. And I think that's what projects yep. onto other people is they see how real you are and the passion you have. So that translates a lot to your audience. It is fun. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Having fun, you're doing it wrong. I think. <laughs> exactly. Now I think. So, so go ahead, Andre. Oh, sorry. I was going to ask then because uh, I think we've all hit this point in, in while we're doing this hobby and you know, creating the content. Is there a point where you just say, okay, the cameras have got to be turned off because I just need to fly for the sake of flying? Or do you feel the need that is that is that need there that I got to, I got to roll a camera because if I don't put a video out, I, I just don't feel right. Well, if you know, if you super follow us really closely, some people listening, maybe, maybe will notice that over the last couple of weeks, we haven't been every day. We've been maybe every other day and it's kind of killing me. <laughs> but it's also it's also so we can take that break and get some Christmas shopping done and fly off camera. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. Christmas decorations, so ah. that's first lately. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> 
there are days the camera gets kicked off. And we started a blog channel there for a little while, and we we're like, oh, we'll just blog our daily life. And oh. they were like, this is way harder than <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because what if you just like wake up and eat potatoes, and that's all you did for the day? <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> Okay, now I think when you guys started, you're probably like the after hours guys here. Uh, a lot of our stuff here that we we do or test or review is stuff we just like and we go out and buy. Now I know looking at your channel now, there's uh, you know, knowing where you work and you're not a millionaire. So obviously, you guys now it looks like have some help for some people. Or are they just sending you products now, or do you you know do you have a sponsorship with somebody? Well, I think sponsorship is a very overly used word in the RC community and just in general online. Uh, we're not sponsored. I think sponsorship would be a company paying us to say nice things about their products. We do not get paid mm -hmm. uh, to say about any product. Sometimes we do get handed a product. I'll use I'll use an Air Hogs little quad as an example that we just did a few days ago. Uh huh. Um, we were looking at buying that, and then who is it? Hasbro. Uh, I can't remember who who does Air Hogs, but <clears throat> whoever's over Just Air, Air Hogs, Hogs, they sent us two of those little guys, and uh, you know they were pretty awful, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> could there be some enjoyment out of it from a little kid on Christmas Day? Absolutely, if sure. they get it, have their fun with it, and uh, beat it up, and you know until it doesn't work anymore. But I think we were pretty brutal with it, and so just because someone gives us something. Uh, we don't hold back at all. You know, we'll let you know if there's a problem with it along the way. Yeah. So that's yeah. the yeah. subject with reviewers. Because most people are like, well, if I say something bad, then they'll stop sending. Yeah, that's we don't not care. the case. They want they want to get their product out there. So. And I think they want good feedback too. Most right. of the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I've had I've had that experience too dealing with cameras and you know they're they're claiming 4K and I'm like no it's not 4K so you know and it's if if they move on they move on I'm I'm you know we, we have our principles that we stand by so yeah now yeah. if if you guys got anything you know where you you went out and you're like I don't even know if we can review this because look, I'll be honest. Way back in the day when you know Mike was there too in the early days, we used to get some stuff from Hobby King you know that. Chad and Bixler were like, we, we can't review this. Like, this yeah. is just, no, no, we can't do it. It's it's really bad, you know. So have you had any, yeah. anything like that? We've had those moments, but then in the end, they, the videos always end up on our channel. Uh, yeah. Because if we have that problem, then other people are going to have that problem. Mm -hmm. So what, how we feel is we need to get this out there. So then the company will fix the problem. And then hopefully they send us another one or the Model 2 version. Mm -hmm. We'll make another video. Hopefully the problems are And gone. we'll address the problems there. So right now we're sitting on a really super cheap foreign drone. I don't even know the name of it. It's one of these uh, letter number names. And it, <laughs> it, it claims to have a uh, two-axis gimbal with brushless motors. And it's very exciting to know that it comes in at like 230 bucks, But... We're having issues getting the uh, video transmitter to work, the FPV and on the it, gimbal. and the gimbal. So uh, we're going to do our to get past all that, and when we do, we'll tell people about the problems that we had mm -hmm. and how we fixed. Uh, if we can't get past it, then we'll let the company know and um, put the video out. Put the video <laughs> <What> out. <do? laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, and, the, you know, the reason I was asking, too, uh, looking at some of this stuff, like some of the 10th scale or 8th scale uh, trucks and cars, you know, the four-wheel drive stuff, I've, I've been there and done that, and I know they're not cheap. Like, you're spending four or $500, you know, on stuff plus, you know, the batteries, and, and I know it's yeah. not cheap. And I, that, you know, one reason why I was asking, if, man, if you guys are pulling all that money out of your pocket, woo, wow. Well, That's tough. We do sell some of the things that we've had on the channel for a while. And, you mm-hmm. know, we when we started, and even now, we still buy a lot of stuff. We have an Inspire 1, yeah. I promise you. DJI did absolutely <laughs> did yeah. not that to us. That one hurt our wallet hard. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> um, and it was pretty brutal to, uh, to spend that much on an RC. But we made the decision, thought it might be good for the channel, and... Wish we uh, never bought it. Probably and, wish we never. <laughs> and I want, and I, I know about that, and I watch that, and I've been wanting that. Now that you've brought it up, we're going to dive into this because. Um, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> and you know, I obviously, if if you listen to us, I have a Phantom uh, Three. I've flown the Inspire. I've uh, flown the Four. Flown the Mavic. Andre has a uh, uh, Phantom Four now. So. I was just curious, you know, what, uh, what made you go for the Inspire one, one to begin with, and two, I just wanted you to dive in a little bit more, maybe detail of, I, I, I know some people there's little things they don't like about it, but usually, generally, overall, I haven't heard any major complaints with a with an Inspire one, honestly. And if if you've ever talked or seen Mer- Eric Monroe here, that he loves that thing. I mean, he was. Flight test has one, and he would borrow it on a week weekend basis, you know, to shoot the weddings and do do his deal, and just absolutely loved it. But so, go ahead, Nate. I want to hear, hear the story on, uh, on yeah. the band or the Inspire one. This will be one of the biggest love hate relationships of RC history of all time. When, when we, I don't know when I first saw the flight test video of this, I was just completely taken away it was by a big deal a yes huge deal. yes when the flight test guys did the first inspire one video i mean i think i watched it two or three oh, times yeah. and then mm-hmm. i started talking with abby about it and we had what, did, what were we playing a blade 350qx with yeah. no fpg yep. at all yep at that point we didn't even have a gimbal on it no gimbal um and the first year the inspire one came out we decided to pass on it because it was so expensive and we just got a gimbal for our 350qx yep the second year I think we watched that video 20 more times and decided <laughs> this one to get. Yeah. We have to get this. I mean, we're going to spend it. We're going to get the two controllers. Uh-huh. It's amazing. Looks like something that shouldn't even exist. Right. It's awesome. Yes. Uh, and we got it, and it took us months to even get it in the air because the firmware updates were impossible to do on the controllers. We kept getting error messages. Errors left and right. The oh retailer did not work. battery work. didn't work when we got it. We got You're three kidding. batteries. <laughs> wow. And it, it's uphill headache. Everything else that we get or have bought or anything just most of the time works. And, and so- we have some other DJI products. We have an Osmo. We have mm-hmm. a I was Ronin, but I guess it's Ronin M. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> On. <laughs> we've had troubles with everything Every DJI season. that we've ever had, and we feel like, and I know we're going to step on some toes and hurt oh, some yeah. feelings here, <laughs> but we're just not we're not massive fans of <laughs> DJI. But that's our personal experience. Sure. I feel like DJI is the Nike of the drone world. I've always said that. But footage wise, with the Inspire One, it's amazing. When it works, it's mm-hmm. great. With 
works for us, it's absolutely amazing. But wow. probably the Phantom 4 or the Mavic, probably the camera footage is right up there. I yep. haven't done much research yet, but I'm sure it's right there. The Mavic, yeah. yeah, as far as uh, Inspire 1, I, I'd say the Phantom 4 camera is probably as, as good as, you know, today. Now, uh, and that's fine. I'd love to hear this because um, back in the day, I... I was totally against DJI. I hated them for a long time. Yeah. Didn't want anything to do with them, and and I don't know why. And I, I kind of went your route. I went with the 350QX, and then I ended up flying like a Chroma and checked that all out. And don't get me wrong. The thing worked, and it did exactly as advertised. But once I finally got the, the Phantom 3 and flew that, and I, I was like, I'm done with the Chroma and the 350. I mean, I was done. And... I've pushed my Phantom 3 to probably stuff I really shouldn't <laughs> yeah. be doing with that thing, whether it's... Over water. Yeah. <laughs> and right now, I couldn't... And now, you know, our buddy has the Mavic, and we, we were out testing and flying around the Mavic, and I mean, it is just... It's incredible. So, but he did a lot of updates too. True. Like there's a lot of updates being a newer product and but stuff. But my so. question is, why don't you guys take that piece of junk inspire one get rid of it sell that thing and maybe if you ever thought and of course you said you've had other problems maybe try a phantom four or the mavic or something like that would love to and you know this happens all the time when we throw something out on our channel we get um a lot of love and then we get a lot of naysayers and we hear a lot of personal experiences one one example is uh you know this guy just got something from one of these overseas companies and he is so passionate about telling everybody on all of our videos from that company <laughs> uh-huh. how much he hates it. And um, I think that's just because he has had that bad experience, whereas right. we have yet. So yep. once you get that bad taste in your mouth, it's really hard to walk away from it. Though, you know, I want to like DJI. I mm-hmm. really do. Mm-hmm. We just need that good experience. So, I- yeah, maybe we should sell the Inspire. We've talked about that. I told Abby, hey. Should right we? after we bought it, mm-hmm. the price, and I was like, are you serious? Right. Yeah. 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 And it continues to drop. It continues to drop. And I think that just hurts really bad. But, you know, that's that's the industry that we're right. into. That That's what this is. Maybe we should sell it and get the Mavic. But uh, is the Mavic going to do the same thing the Inspire did for us? Well, now we're on the Pro, the 4 Pro yeah. bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> we're not seeing what that's uh, capable uh, of. Honestly, like, I, I try to be straight up. Um if I was going to buy another one, the, the new Pro looks absolutely amazing. I, and I guess it depends on what you guys would really use it for. But if you're doing just a lot of just uh, chasing planes around and, and general footage and whatever, I'm telling you for for $1,200 where you can get the bundle kit with, with two extra batteries, so you got three batteries, and that stuff that Mavic can do and the portability, like if you guys are traveling anywhere or whatever – I was blown away at what that thing could do for the price point. You know what I mean? It could probably do what your Inspire 1 does for, what, a third of the cost? (laughs) Just before Christmas, yeah. Christmas shopping is almost yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, but is is that why you bought the Inspire so you could do all your you know aerial tracking shots and you know chase the uh, the trucks across the the field and everything? We had a lot of uh, good intentions for it, and th- when we bought the Inspire one, this was also before. Um, right. Uh, it was in the middle of when FAA was tightening down on mm-hmm. things, and yep. So yeah. Now. It's 
now there's a lot of hindsight regret on that quad just because it costs so much. But yeah, yeah. yeah. and and don't feel bad. I've already talked to a lot of people that have the Inspire One that even like uh, a couple months ago when they had the little rumblings of the Inspire 2 coming out and they're like, I should sell this, I should sell this, and now they haven't. So now the, I, they're talking that the price on the Inspire 1's even dropping more now that the Inspire 2's out. You buy it, the price drop. Uh, yes. Yeah. We knew it would be an investment. We knew that, I think when we bought it, we said we wanted to get at least a few years of use out of it. <laughs> we're into... Technically, it's like an iPhone. <laughs> Got to get one every year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's so true. Feeling. Yeah, you can't keep up with technology. It's just crazy. What, no matter what it is, if it's a plane or uh, goggles or whatever, it's just it seems like you get some, and then three months later, it's like, oh man, if I just waited, you know. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, DJ. That that phrase. It's crazy how fast it's grown. I mean, you can. You can basically say that to almost anybody, and they're going to know what you're talking about. So they've done a really good job of marketing, and they are an amazing company. Don't get me wrong. They're mm-hmm. extremely impressive in the RC industry, and I'm happy to have them as a part of the hobby because they have helped the hobby grow, and that's what we're all about. I, when I see success on another channel mm-hmm. or success in a venue of the hobby, I'm only happy to see that success because it only means that we can be more successful and that the hobby is growing and we love the hobby. And so the success of DJI is only good for all of us. Right. Um, I got a question for you here. Uh, looking, you know, was, even last night I was going through a lot of your videos and, and seeing different things you were doing. I, <laughs> now, if you're like us, say whether if you get a cool whether a drone video shot or you spend an extra two hours editing a video and you put it out there and you're like, oh, man, this is going to be awesome. It's, they're going to love this. And then you get then you get 14 or 15 or 2,000 views and then you throw something up like, uh, hey, look, it's a $20 quadcopter and you get 20,000 views. Does that don't kind of... Don't, don't do it. I know what you're going to say. I mean, does that frustrate you a little bit? Our most popular video, we we just thought we'd throw it out there and see what people thought about it. It's a twenty dollar truck better than a five hundred dollar truck. Yes. <laughs> I did that because I wanted to tell people that you don't have there, to break are, the bank. There we get I, I'd say half of our comments are this is an awesome RC, but I can't afford it. Well, right. you know, you can go spend like you guys do your phone board. Go to the dollar store. Buy your phone board, build something for super cheap. I promise you'll have as many smiles with that right. as yeah. you will going and buying um, uh, mm-hmm. marketed. Flying our sparrows at flight tests is probably the funnest <laughs> we've ever yeah, had. I, I did not something. think they would fly, and then it did. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and you don't feel bad when you crash a two dollar yeah. piece of foam yeah. board compared What's to a four hundred dollar airplane. You're quicker you just, to repair it yeah, too. Right. Whereas a, a pristine one, yeah. you're like, I'll oh, just throw the whole thing away. Right. You know, it's got a scratch in it. Now. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> high fives and you know <laughs> drinks all around because everyone's happy. You crashed. It was amazing. You crashed. You know, you spent a few hundred bucks on, and people come up to you and they hug you, and oh, I, I'm so sorry. I know. <laughs> But just a few months ago, Nate was like, No Man's Sky, the video game is coming out, Abby. He was like, Let's do a spoof because they have drones or quads in it. Yeah. 
whatever. I don't know. <laughs> so he spent probably all, at least the whole day all editing day, this least. video, mm -hmm. and it just. It was just—he was—he was super bummed. I said, "Abby, this is the one." But he bought you know, licenses and everything on our web or on YouTube. So I bought a new song. He bought for a new it. song, and he was super pumped. And I just felt awful for him. I know that—that <laughs> that is the worst. It was fun, and then we do—we bring my cell phone out, and I filmed the twenty-dollar truck mm -hmm. better than a truck. That video has gotten more hate. People just <laughs> love to some love. But also the most hate of any video. Uh, it's I don't know. Yeah, you know, just looking at some of your videos, like one popped up here. It says GPS under ninety dollars. It's like almost thirty thousand views. You know, and it's just you you, you kind of find out a lot of YouTube is clickbait, man. You get something good or a good title or whatever, and people are like, hmm, that sounds interesting. Click, you know. Yeah, but I don't really mean to do that. I'm just thinking, what should I call this in the few minutes that it's uploading? What would I want to, like, you know, I, if I just keep calling it the name of the product in every single video, that's probably not a very searchable thing sometimes. Right. So I try to think, I mean, this is a $20 thing. So I think that, I think that right there is the selling point of this thing. So I, that's what I'll, that's what I'll call it. And I don't even really think about that. There's not much strategy that goes behind the titling of our videos. We just get lucky sometimes. Yeah, we found the same thing. It's just you never, you never know. It's just crazy what people search or what they're looking for. So yeah. is, is there a video out there, though, that maybe you've spent extra time on or you really put a lot of effort in? What's one of your favorite videos that you guys have out there right now? One of my favorite videos that we did was chasing streamers with um, – my, I was flying, I think, a Black Widow race drone FPV, and Abby was flying, was it the Sensei? No, was it? We did that, but we also chased one of the Hobby King planes. Did uh, you chase the, uh, oh, goodness. Anything that we chase with FPV, I think, because it's so much fun. I, I'm super proud of Abby when she's flying totally on her own. Mm -hmm. And it is when I have FPV goggles on and I'm flying something, there's no way I can step away from that and help her. Uh, so I'm super proud when she's Sky flying Master. on her own. Hobby King Skymaster. Hobby King Skymaster. We chased that around, and it it just turned out really well because I got super close shots, just like you guys do mm -hmm. for flight tech. And it's so much fun. I've never had more fun in the hobby than when I'm chasing an RC plane with FPV. So I think that for me is I don't I don't care. I mean I've put in probably days worth of editing on a couple videos. They don't come to mind. Probably because I wasn't as passionate about them mm -hmm. as I am. Yeah, I, I like that. That's my. That's You're really future oriented, though, so it's hard to think back. Yeah, <laughs> once like, a video uh... is out, I'm just like thinking about what I can do uh, tomorrow and next week and what's what? next to come on the channel. As soon as it releases, I'm ready to reply to some comments, but um, I'm moving on. Moving on. Yeah. What, what FPV yeah. system do you use? What goggles and stuff? Or do you use goggles? Okay, I hate to admit this, but they work the easiest and the best, and I think price is a big factor, yep. so I'm going to throw it out there. No, I'm not getting paid to say this, but those <laughs> Hobby King Cyclops Quantum Goggles, yeah. I think they're just Quantum Cyclops. Cyclops. Quantum yep. Cyclops. They are absolutely amazing. You put a little clover antenna on there instead of the rubber ducky, yep. and uh, they have the auto-scan button. You plug in one of your old LiPos, and you're in the air, man. You're working, and it's for like 60 bucks, and... You know why? Uh, why not love something like that? Cool. They work so well. Right. I like my 
so I can put a pink sleeve on it. What is what's my Abby problem? likes the Quantum V two Pro. Oh yeah, yep. with the sleeve, and she uses a a uh, diversity receiver. Yeah, she has a antenna and a circular polarized antenna. Oh nice. Mm-hmm. She likes that. Oh, I have that set up too, but for some reason, I just like my Cyclops goggles more. I think just because they're super easy to use. Yeah, throw them I on, can... turn them on, go. Yeah, when I'm at the airfield, um, we have a lot of older guys that are members of our airfield, like most people out there, I think, and they're all interested in FPV, but they don't want to get into it like uh, the receivers and sleeves and plugging in things and having to solder. Um, so I like to show them the Cyclops goggles and just say, look, just plug in the battery, push that little button, and you can watch whatever we're flying. Right, right. Okay, now my next question is kind of a two, maybe three-parter. And I love to talk to people about this and see where they started now, you know, to where they're at and what, what they're flying now. But as of today, what are your favorite things to fly? Abby, you start. Oh, my God. Well, I've had a rough patch with flying lately. It seemed like after I was I was really pumped before Flight Fest, mm-hmm. and I well, and then after Flight Fest, I just started crashing, and oh. I just started crashing stupid things like the Sensei FS with light stabilization. Mm. I crashed that. How <laughs> that happens? So um, it's it's uh, intimidating sometimes to fly for me, especially in front of a bunch of men. So I've kind of like stepped back. And we got some hate on the YouTube channel, like, why isn't Abby flying? Yeah. So I really liked my uh, Tower Hobbies Millennium Master that I had there for a while. Um, but I, I just flew, what was that one called? It was a, it was a, bang, a Dyna, Dyna, Dyna Hawk Sky V2. Okay. Yeah. It's a, uh, $90. It's, it's a Bixler style pusher prop right. plane. Yep. Okay. It's uh, 90 bucks. And so with that price point and the fact that, like, all the important things that you don't want to break is in the back of the plane, <laughs> I flew that one just the other day, and it went really well, had a good landing in front of all the old men at the airfield. So it's quite <laughs> That's awesome. But I, I love quads, and I need, to do, I need to do more FPV and get mm-hmm. more into that. I like quads better. You've got. Have you ever tried? I know you said you flew the Sparrow. Have you tried the uh, the flight test uh, Arrow? No, but no, a lot of people. Isn't that one of my favorite ones? Is that, that a? Uh, that's the uh, wing. The mighty uh, mini wing. Small. Yeah. Delta wing. Yeah, that's my favorite one, and we need to build it. <laughs> when when I bought the Sparrow, Abby got excited, and then it came. Well, I was kind of mad because I was like, "Why didn't you buy me the Delta one?" Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we. She thought it was it was that one until we started building it, and she was like, "This isn't the Delta." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, that the, be- the the arrow is quite the that's the airplane that got me. Like 2015, I almost flew no FPV, and then um, the flight test guy sent me the arrow, and I've had the same airplanes flying since February through the winter and everything, um, and they're really stable. They're fun. They're hilarious to fly FPV with. And it's a pusher um, plane, so, so it's yeah. going to protect your, yeah. your prop and motor and stuff, too. Yeah. So now I need to get better because all Nate wants to do is chase me with his quad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, there you go. Yep. <laughs> I, I have a question. Like, who, how, what did you guys have, or did you have a friend to start out with or anything like that when you first got into RC? And what was your first things that you flew, I guess? I always like to ask that question. I'm worried about our first sensei. 
the real story? The real story. <laughs> okay, so this, a lot of people don't know this story, um, and it's kind of this how... This was when we first started out, like six or seven months into YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we a couple trucks, and we, there were people little overseas things, and they were fun, and we made, like, 15 or 20 little bashing kind of videos, and then... Uh, Christmas came, and we bought a couple more ground stuff. Uh -huh, so ground things kept coming, and then our first plane we got was the, the, the first Sensei, and that was actually given to us. Yeah, oh, first wow. thing given to us. Someone okay. had reached out to hook us up with that, and I thought it was like a scam. I thought they were going to come and kill us on the address. Uh. <laughs> it was too good to be true. I couldn't believe it because we were just little nobodies with 100 subs or something. And uh, I thought, there's no way. There's no way. I gave them the address, and it came. And believe it or not, on my first takeoff, uh, down the runway, this probably doesn't sound good and for we, them. We weren't filming this, so that, it's a huge bummer. I just was doing a practice flight. The uh, ESC caught on fire. Oh! And, uh, right on takeoff. Right, uh, it, nothing, it didn't hit anything. It just caught on fire. Oh, wow. Smoke was coming out, so I had to contact the person that sent us and tell them this, and I thought, well, there it goes. We'll just stop making videos altogether because there's no way. Anyway, they, they, they ended up sending something else. And, uh, and that was, you know, now... Now, so far into our channel, we would have filmed that and we would have told, told people, people about it. Back right. then, we were like, well, this didn't even go on air. Yeah. We're so embarrassed. We're not putting this on. Yeah. Film, so. were, were you like, what did we do wrong? The plane just blew <laughs> up. Oh my gosh, this isn't working out good. <laughs> That's like one of the worst starts yeah, I think right. I've ever heard of where it's on fire just taxing the thing, you know? It's like, wow. <laughs> that beats all of Nobody's them. Nobody's ever going to send us anything again. We just blew up their plane. <laughs> and we didn't, even, we didn't even try to throttle up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude, we plugged the battery. I've had the prop on, on backwards, yeah. but at least I like chucked it in the yeah. air. You know, made it look like it flew <laughs> for a second. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. great. No matter who you are, uh, when Nate has a rough day, people get a kick out of it. <laughs> Hey, I, I know exactly two things. I know exactly where you're coming from. Um, uh, the last podcast we did, uh, you know, I, I thought it was okay, but we were getting a lot of feedback on it. And uh, so I, I started asking a few people. I'm like, what did you guys, what, what was so good about this podcast? Why did you guys really like it? And everybody said, because you failed, Chris, and we like it when you fail. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, I see now. I don't know. <laughs> People really, misery loves company. Is that, the, is that what it is? Oh, my gosh. And, so, so, and, and Abby, I'm going to tell you now, don't get discouraged because even when I got into the planes and I crashed so much, it got to a point where, like, I said, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not coming back to this no more. I had enough. Got back into the cars, stayed into the cars for a while, but it just kept eating at me and eating at me and eating at me. And finally, when the the original foam Horizon Hobby Park Zone T28 come out, I gave it another shot and I've stuck with it ever since. But oh my gosh, did I crash. Oh, and here. Tears over these planes. Abby has shed tears. Oh. <laughs> it's usually when we're not filming and we're just out having fun. This we're, kind of stuff happens. Right. right before we got married, Nate bought me a little Horizon Hobby plane, and it had a bunch of numbers on it. So I put our wedding date on it. <laughs> so, it's so cute, and I go out and fly it, and uh, it had some type of flight stabilization in it, and it ended up in a tree. Oh. So here's the plane in a tree for a week like and i'm talking like 30 foot tree there's no way i can get it down 
And I'm just looking at Nathan, just like bawling. Big cries. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know that feeling. Yes. Mike knows that feeling real well. I was about in tears myself when it wasn't my plane. I love it. Air. <laughs> I just kept telling Mike, it's okay. It's just uh, a fault. We got to get this thing out of the tree, man. I what are we going to do? Like one o'clock in the we morning. <laughs> I mean, here's a guy in a pouring down thunderstorm with, with climbing, climbing gear with a metal pole trying to get this plane out of the tree because he's just freaking out. I'm like, Mike, it ain't worth your life. We got to get it out, man. We got to get it out. I cut that age limit about knock me yeah. out of the tree when I mean, it came the, down. The I'm guy like, about died, crap. you know? Oh, my gosh. Like, I did have a moment there were like, what am I doing? Yeah. This is way beyond anything I've ever done. <laughs> It's not even about like what money you have into it. You know, sometimes it's just the memories you have. Like that's the plane she learned to fly on. So I think that's why she was so attached to it. <laughs> and Andy had our wedding day on the yeah. <laughs> to top it off. <laughs> and I and I had a similar situation when I was learning. I thought I got good enough. I'm like I'm going to fly at my house. And I took this. It was a, a the one of the original Hobby Zone. Um, God, what was it? The uh, the white uh, cub the super cub and took off and realized I didn't have enough power and it got stuck at the top of about an 80 foot tree in my neighbor's yard. And I got to look at it every day when I left and drove home from work and this thing sitting into the tree, just taunting you, taunting me. And when, when it, when it did get in there and I went over and asked the guy, Hey, can I, is it okay if I come out in your yard? And you know, we, we were shooting stuff at it to get it out. And he's like, well, I'll just go in and get the shotgun. I'll get that thing out of there. I'm like, no, 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 you can't do that. We still have a couple battery hatches on the roof at our, at a our canopy airfield. roof, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> and then at, at Flight Fest, right before the world record, I was planning to fly my Millennium Master. About an hour before, luckily oh, they postponed man. it. I crashed it, unrepairable. So poor Nate's dad, he's sitting there trying to fix it. We take off running, so I'm like, I'll just fly your um, Hellcat. Okay. Uh-huh. And we got Hellcat. And so I, I hadn't even flown it. So yeah, I did one test flight and okay. uh, took it in. So it was fine. And then, I mean, that was so epic with how many people we had out, up in the air. Yeah, that was and crazy. I was, like the highest flying group because I was like, that's where I want to be, up <laughs> where I I don't know. The highest one. You were up there with the radiance. <laughs> yeah. I know. Terrible thing to put this high. I take off. And um, I was like, okay, I got this. And then I was like, Nate, it's looping. I'm not looping. It's still looping. And it just it just epically crashed down. And we uh, had probably 30 people or more try to help us. us for like an hour. In the soybeans. In the soybean field. <laughs> and people were so... It finally showed up, though. And I, whoever found it, I gave them a big hug. Yeah. But we lost the... Uh, Canopy. Yeah. You know, the nut. Canopy? Oh, yeah, it was the canopy. And, like, a week later, we saw it on the, um, oh, what's the little live feed app called? What you guys... Yeah, I can't even think of what it's called. Periscope. Periscope? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I saw you guys, or whoever it was, hold it up on Periscope, and I was like, that's mine! It's pretty funny, but I just felt so bad, because I was like, that wasn't even my plane, that was Nate's plane, and okay. I crashed epically. It still flies. It still flies, thanks to Dad Sailor. Wow. <laughs> wow. So on your first flight, did you run a simulator or anything? When I mean, I, that, that was my oh. next question. Have you... <laughs> it was a 
absolutely not. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, we didn't was. even know about a simulator. Not good. <laughs> no, we just flew. We and, did. We did do that. And I didn't mean to was cut. It, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we did do a wireless buddy box for the first few flights, but uh, we haven't done that since then. I've had so many crashes, big crashes, and they're never on film. <laughs> a few. <laughs> All right, Nate. So, uh, we, what, what was your favorite plane? Yeah, because I, I I cut you off. Yeah, on, Nate. On the, what's your favorite the, thing to fly today? My my favorite thing to fly is it the FPV? The end to race drones, but I'm the world's worst at building them. I we just hung out with a good friend, uh, Stacy Abshire. He does. He's starting to get into YouTube a little bit, but mm-hmm. he's really at building his quads and and flying them and every time i see someone's custom build i get so jealous and i just wish i had time i know to invest into that and i've tried i've bought every little piece and every time i try to sit i'll, I'll be honest with you i have the flight test versicopter the second one mm-hmm. and in pieces, and pieces <laughs> it's mostly built together but now when it comes to uh soldering uh, soldering was hard for me it was a big uphill battle yeah. But now I'm to the point of getting everything fine-tuned on the um, on the program, mm-hmm. and it's I'm struggling. And I've had a lot of people reach out to help and stuff, but I just don't find I can't find the time to invest in it. So when I can get my hands on something, when you that's, get frustrated though, you're like, whatever. I got to <laughs> push gotta, it out. You know, you, I got to move on. You procrastinate. I got to move on from it. Yeah. When you struggle. So when I can get my hands on something that's more ready to fly, like the Black Widow, mm-hmm. or we just. But Rise Fusion 250, it's like a modular system. So that's like a dream come true for me when you, again, not, not getting paid to say this, <laughs> if you crash that, um, you can unplug the arms, uh, basically, and just plug in new arms. No soldering re- required. So I think that the hobby's heading in the direction that I want it to. I agree. Easy. <laughs> I think uh, you like planes are the best. You like oh, your warbirds. I love warbirds. Any warbirds, uh, I absolutely love. You have your Corsair, and then you have one that still needs to be built. Which yeah, is your favorite. But my favorite plane I've ever flown is the Origin Hobby Acro. Is that the name of yeah. it? Yeah. And it has a. Um, the, I can't think vector of the thrust. name. Thank you. Mm. I'm, I'm something. Vector <laughs> thrust on the nose, and man, that thing will do anything you want it to, and it'll blow your mind every time you fly it, and it always impresses people. It gets crowds going. I flew it at Flight Fest. Uh, I crashed it at Flight Fest. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite plane. Um, It's a a hoot to fly. The the Origin Hobby Acro Vector Thrust. It's not even very expensive. It's a really awesome plane. Hmm. Nate, were you like the rest of us when uh, you started doing the Chase FPV to get shots, realize how tough it really is? Oh, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna for like ten minutes and only get maybe like ten seconds. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It is, and I applaud anyone out there doing it that does get the good shots. I appreciate those until shots. Until we until we did it, we were like, "Oh, this has to be so easy." I know, I know, <laughs> I know. And even coordinating what you have to do with your plane pilot is kind of have a pre-established. Flight pack, yes. So that I kind of know where she's going to be. Yep. At least that's what we're right now. Yep. Constantly talking. Okay, I'm so going ser- up. Going serpentine to- motion. No, does it help Mike, me? Mike's flying does not always help me, especially if somebody's talking to him while he's flying. I keep yelling, at him, "Mike, I'm flying Mike, like a snake." Straight level, Mike. Straight level, Mike. Tell me when you turn. I'm flying like a Mike, snake up there. The <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my gosh. So you got a Phantom 3 who's locked in GPS. You got Mike going left, right, so left, right, up, down, up, down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's no other hobby like this, is there? I mean, I used to be a very avid video game player mm-hmm. uh, growing up. It's like that's all I did um, with my buddies. It was always a social event, but I loved playing video games. And now this is like video games in real life. Yes, and exactly. I'll ever drop this hobby. I don't know that I'll ever drop YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's just who we are. Together, we've grown this from the ground up. From it's our zero. baby. Yeah. <laughs> when you when you were video gaming, what was your last console that you actually video game with? I'm just curious because my my end of it was like the Nintendo 64. I'm thinking back on it, and that's when I quit. After you quit that, after, after that? Bond? Yeah, I just oh. couldn't get into the Xboxes or the Playstations huh. and stuff like that. I had a Nintendo, of course. Um, I think we still have it, but I I've always been a PS guy. PlayStation okay, PlayStation. Guy. Okay, I, I'm dating myself then with my age for sure. <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah, I grew up on the Nintendo. Yeah, so. yeah. He still plays though. It's just you know when we started the YouTube channel and everything, we wanted a hobby we could share together because I am not a video game fan. Okay. I like I like to be active sure. and I. The center of attention. <laughs> <laughs> now, Abby, you got keep in mind, Abby was a baton twirler for a uh, pretty big school, Marshall University. Oh, and wow. So she got to NFL games mm-hmm. as the feature twirler, so she really has been <laughs> center, center stage, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Well, you have to do a YouTube video of her twirling. Fire <laughs> <laughs> baton, yeah. It's called the Abbey Quarrels, if you want to check okay. it out. It's pretty awesome. Now, obviously, you guys were talking about you started out in trucks, and you kind of migrated towards the planes. But do you guys have a favorite now? Are you leaning more towards the planes, or, or I should say things that fly? Or do you, is it still kind of equal on both sides? Well, we started, Nate got the trucks that we started with because he wanted me to be able to fly. And he thought I could learn orientation and like driving toward me Mm -hmm. with truck, you know, with no no consequences, really. (laughs) But where we're at now, I mean, I, I love it all. I get the biggest adrenaline rush, a real adrenaline rush when I'm flying FPV. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's every time I put the goggles on and take off and land safely, uh, or even if I crash. It's just a huge adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. So I think most fun for me, I think my most comfortable thing I'm doing is flying planes. It just feels really uh, natural, intuitive. It's just, I really zone out when I'm flying planes, and I really enjoy it. And then um, trucks, you can drive any time of the year, which is awesome. That's why I like them a lot. But I think you're, if you have some goals, I think yours is more like, Getting better at FPV. Yeah, and I think I you want to do pilot. some more 3D plane yep. flying as yep. well. Yes. Yeah. My, my goals are definitely air-oriented. Mm-hmm. I think Abby's are too because the, once yeah. you get the trucks down, they're pretty – you got them down. I right. mean, I've seen some of these guys do the indoor 3D flying. I guess that's what you call it. Yeah, I'd mm-hmm. like to do that. And, oh, man, it's so awesome, mm-hmm. and I wish I could do that. So, like, that's, like, my goal one day, I guess, be able to walk out – next to a guy and just start showing him up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, that that's. I mean, I've been yeah. there. I can do a little bit, yeah. but but man, you really like you gotta. That's some of that stuff. It's like practice every day, every day, every day. It, it's tough. I thought I was gonna go there, and and I kind of have this short attention span, and I I can do some stuff, not a whole lot, but. I, I finally, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm at my limit. I'm at my peak. I'm no, no more. That's it. You're not that little eight year old that was at Flight Fest, Chris. Yo, I know it was unbelievable. <laughs> helicopter. There was a kid with the helicopter, and there was a couple other pilot kids who were night flying, and, and just, just we were just stunned at how well they flew. It's yeah. insane. But yeah. you know, maybe we'll never be as good as that little eight year old kid, but. It doesn't mean we can't have fun, and that's exactly, that's, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, good to have a goal to try and better yourself. But um, if if you're smiling, then you're doing all right. <laughs> it's a good hobby. It's just such a healthy hobby to get the whole family involved, and uh, you know it's okay to take it seriously. It's good to, to to really be passionate about something. But I personally am not a huge fan when people take it so seriously that it's not, it just doesn't become fun anymore. No. And so it, that's a reminder. It's an outlet. Yeah. It's uh, you know, after a long day, it's that opportunity to get out and go flying, which I think a lot of us in the uh, Eastern seaboard are missing now because of lack of daylight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. That's tough. Now I want to know how things have changed for you guys since the very beginning. Now, obviously, you know, like I'll just throw myself under the bus here in in the beginning. You know, I I got into it. I was flying these cheap little foamies and I was crashing. And then I migrated to like the Warbirds and was into, you know, overpowering everything and and only flying Warbirds. And then on a whim, I went out and bought a a Radian, which I thought I would completely hate and was going to end up giving it away. And then I fell in love with thermal flying and still to this day and then you know ventured into dlgs and i mean so how is the progression for you guys from when you got you know when you started up up till now do you, have you seen like this huge change or, or things where um you know you you thought hey this is what we're going to do we're into this and now it, the 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 tides have changed and, and you're doing other things well you know the youtube channel has helped a lot and kind of controlling that for us but I remember when we started, we went to an airfield, and uh, we we didn't know uh, like that there were fees. Uh, I knew there would be fees, but I didn't know how much it would be. I didn't know about AMA insurance back then at the very beginning. So <clears throat> I remember at the beginning it was uh, really daunting on how expensive it was to be up and running, right? You got to get your universal transmitter. You got to get yep. your AMA. In, you got to mm-hmm. get your member who's taken care of. And that right there is a super nice ready-to-fly plane once you take care of all three of those fees. And I could never get past that hurdle because I grew up in an area where I could just go out uh, to my neighbor's house and there's a giant field I could fly in. And so I thought, man, I don't want to pay for all those fees and dues and stuff. But once you get past that hurdle and once you do pay those AMA insurance and your membership dues, or you've got your nice universal transmitter and a few receivers and a few batteries, mm-hmm. once you have you don't have to pay for them anymore. You already got them. And uh, so then you can focus on fi- uh, finding like find and fly planes or plug and play. Everybody calls them something different. Right. Uh, toss your receiver in there and then you can fly almost any plane you want to for a lot cheaper. So that has progressed really far. But then, you know, with the YouTube channel, we get a ton of recommendations, requests. We mm-hmm. try to those on the channel. 
And so a lot of times we're trying to do some things that are popular for other people. I'll tell you one thing I'd like to get that I have avoided is the, um, oh, what is, is it the Inductrix FPV? Oh, yeah. The little guy? Yeah. The, the Mini Whoop, but they yep. came out with their, their own Inductrix right. FPV. Tons and tons of requests to get that. I think people just want to know what we actually think of it. Mm -hmm. And so probably wouldn't have gotten that myself, but because it's so popular and we've had a lot of personal requests, you know, we'll probably pick that up. And so I think that controls the progression of where we go too, because I'm sure I'll learn something from that when I get it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think, I don't know if that answers your question. But. Yeah, I just like, you know, I always like to see where, you know, how, how the progression has changed or from, from where you start. And I, I'm going to make a prediction right now. I had predict you're going to get a uh, FPV inductrix and you guys are going to fall in love with that thing, and you're going to be in and out and around inside that house, and you're going to be amazed by that thing. But just one thing I was going to tell you, um, make sure when you if you do get one that you go buy some really good quality batteries, at least at least something, you know, a 200 milliamp. Uh, there are a couple companies out, if you guys want some, I'll even send you links of uh, 205 or 210 milliamp, because those little okay. inductrix will eat up the batteries quick. And if they're not a good quality battery, you're not going to have a good experience. So that's one key yeah. point with that thing. Okay. And you can't just buy one. You no, know. you got to have at least like five batteries. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about two inductrix. What's the fun? Oh, yeah, definitely two. Yes, yeah. for sure. For sure. I'm sure we'll get those probably around Christmas time or something. And people will know about it when we get them. Yeah. They, they do like a lot of fun. And, <clears throat> you know, I think that's really cool of them to do that. Uh, the first inductrix came out and it was, uh, you guys made the whoop out of it. And mm -hmm. they realized there's something here, mm -hmm. and then they turned. They, they made their own uh, tiny whoop. Yeah, right. and so that's really cool. Like I like seeing the impact that someone like Flight Test can have on the RC community. I mean, that's a huge impact, obviously. But uh, it's really cool to see that um, it happened really quickly too. Yeah, it did for sure. And I and you're right. Horizon caught that as soon as, soon as the first video started showing up on the tiny whoop. They're like, aha, you know, because that really that inductrix. I, ha uh, I bought one for my boy when they first come out, and I didn't think I'd like it. And I actually was would fly it around the house way more than what he would. That thing was so much fun. It was so small, you know, with the the propel the props or I should say like the, the little ducted fans, you know, they're really yeah. just propellers, but you know, and being protected it. Oh man, that thing was just so much fun. Yeah. All right. I, I got to get on you guys. Now there's one thing I have noticed and I'm really okay. shocked. Bring it uh, on. Uh -oh. As you guys know, especially us after hours guys, we're huge, uh, radiant, um, people and thermal flying and sailplanes and everything. Yep. I haven't yep. seen too much thermal planes or, or uh, sailplane stuff with you guys, and I was always wondering, I can't believe you guys don't have a Radian. What's going on? I have my eye on one. I have my eye on one. Um, it's the Fly Zone Radian. I believe it's... Uh, Calypso? Oh, the new yeah. one? Calypso is the Fly Zone. Is it? Uh, well, then it's that one. I try. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we do have some sailplanes. The Vista BL Glider, uh -huh. um, that's amazing sailplane, and it's super powerful. We have the ASW-28 ASW and then the Fox Glider, uh, but it's been a while since we've had those out. Mm -hmm. And I have those hanging 
my wall still, and they take up all the space <laughs> in my garage. Yeah, but yeah. I do have them, and it's a blast. Um, I actually hooked my dad up with the ASW28, and he pulls like hour flights on little, nice. like a 1200 milliamp battery, and it's awesome. The Rapid? Yeah, that's what, you're that's talking. what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Of a newer one called the Rapid. It's not really a sailplane, but it looks, it kind of is. Yeah, right. it's like a warm liner, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was always okay. curious if uh, even if you guys find, uh, and I throw this on everybody because until you actually experienced it and went out and fly or whatever. But even if you guys find a couple used radians, I'm telling you, on a nice spring, summer weekend or afternoon or whatever, and you guys get out, take your lawn chairs, get something to drink, fire those radians in the air. You know, put a couple clicks of right trim on there and just relax and watch that thing do it do what it's you know designed to do and when you guys catch that first thermal that big booming thermal with those radians you're, you're just gonna be like you're hooked that's it and yeah you know i can't tell you how many emails people used to make fun of us and they still do all the time like you guys talking about your radians blah blah on and on and on and how many people i'm like you know what i caved i i just i went out and bought one and it's one of the best things i've ever done so I had to throw uh, that I had to throw that out there on you guys because I I think you know if I, I get my hooks set in a little bit you got it's something yeah. it's just another thing in this RC hobby that you know you guys would really enjoy. Okay, it, if we get one at the next flight fest, yes, you can fly ours we and we get to fly yours. Yeah, I'm fine with that. No problem. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I I you have to do that. I, we get in trouble because we don't announce yeah. you know, with enough details that we're flying a radiance. But then you can then you'll experience the horror of what happens when there's like twenty plus radiants in the sky. <laughs> it's, it's, exactly, yeah. it's, a little, it's a little daunting. We all thought it'd be awesome, and we're like, oh, this is getting out of hand. I think every person at our airfield except us has a radian we know it's awesome and didn't they just come out with the radian xl or something like that oh yes, yes. and i have one of those too yes. is it awesome it is fantastic uh, my personal opinion like if it, it you know it's something you're maybe not going to do all the time uh it's a little bit cheaper a little maybe easier to fly uh my suggestion though would go with they have a version two regular radian it, they they've updated a few things to strengthen it in some spots change the color of it but the regular radian you just you know, you you can't beat it. It's can't it's phenomenal. It. Yeah, we need to get one. That's <clears throat> there's a lot of things on our to to do list and to buy list, and you got to make choices. And then, you know, we we try to sell some things sometimes too, so mm-hmm. that we can to buy right things. So, right. but hey, we'll put that at the top of our list. We'll have to take that out. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, so as a go ahead, Donna. as a flyer, you're talking about selling stuff, but I think we all reached a point where we're, we're like, okay, that the, the stable is too full, the hangar is too full, but you have to make that decision to which yep. one you're going to get rid of. Yeah. That's got to be hard. It's very, very hard for me. I think Abby <laughs> can walk in and say, get them off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the warbirds. Not the warbirds. Yeah. I have to play the bad guy sometimes because I'm like, when before we bought our house, we were in a small apartment, and instead of having a washer and dryer, we had an RC room. So <laughs> oh dear! Oh room. dear! Yeah, yeah. That's not why. And then, and then the plane, <laughs> then the plane started taking over the living room, and I was like, "All right." I had three planes. I had three planes sitting in our living room, and they were huge. <laughs> 
And so, yeah, we got a house. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I get that all the time. My wife walks in my little man cave and looks around and goes, uh, you know, honey, this warbird here, uh, it's got like an inch of dust on it. When was the last time you threw that? Uh, maybe I ought to get I'm like, no, no, you can't get rid of the warbird. No. <laughs> wow. We all our favorites, that's for sure. <sighs> yeah. And also, real quick, Mike's over here watching Abby twirl these uh, batons of fire, and I have to say, mad respect to Abby. For, yeah, holy, holy cow, that is crazy. Wow. Uh, I, I, even when I was watching the video, I'm like, well, why can't, I bet she could do three, and then sure enough, there's She's three got three of them going. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh wow. my gosh, that is insane. Forget the flying, Abby. Yeah. That is way <laughs> more impressive. <laughs> I saw the quad in the frame, too, flying yeah. around trying to get footage of it. Wow. Very that impressive. That was my quad. That was this, this a horrible thing, but it's called the Storm Drone. Slapped a GoPro on the bottom. You know, this was pre popular quads i mean this is way oh, before it got popular ago, yeah. yeah and uh yeah that was a lot of fun that was really cool yeah now Fly around her did flame throwing <laughs> fire baton <laughs> oh, that's what we were watching we were watching yeah. that video i was like Whoo, wow that's, that's crazy. unbelievable yeah <laughs> I don't care how much you crash. Well, if you can do something with fire, that's impressive. Well, three, two, that's like yeah. juggling on Forget that. that. That's crazy. Get them back out. Yeah. It's been a while. Wow. All right, so I have a question for you guys because we always struggle with this. And, and I know what, from watching your videos, even though you're, you're quite a bit you know, farther south than us in Kentucky, you guys still get the snow and the real and the cold weather down there. So, what are you guys doing as far as uh, this winter to try to combat the the elements and get out there and make videos and fly? Because I know here we really struggle with it. You have the wind and the snow, and you know, yeah. trying to get out there, and you know, there's only so much you can do in the house and so much you can fly in the house. So, what are you guys going to do this winter to you know combat there that? Are- flight simulators if you <clears throat> watch on facebook and things there's a new um uh, it's the real flight x series or something mm-hmm. uh we'd like to get our hands on that and probably will soon mm-hmm. uh, that'll be not super snowy days uh, that's super awesome in the in the winter but our airfield does have a building that has gas heaters inside which is really nice we can go in and get warmed up and then step out and fly uh for a couple flights and then come back in and at the end of the winter last year I found a couple, um, I don't know what they're called, hot boxes or something. You put your transmitter inside it, and it's super fuzzy and super warm, and you can put a little heat pack, hand warmer thing. Yep. So we got those. We haven't used them yet. We bought them on, like, Amazon for 13 bucks last year. Excited to try those. And we bundle up in layers, and we just go out and do it because you can't just not do it. But lately, the snowstorms have been so bad that we I think we had a video of this where we uh, made a track through the foot of snow for Popeye. It started out, and then we had to get the trucks <laughs> out and drive them through our little tunnels we made. So that was a lot of fun. Ground vehicles come out a lot more when it gets cold. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's one yeah, advantage that's, you guys really have over us. When it gets really nasty, hey, break out the big four-wheel drive monster truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And that happened. You know, that's we've we've noticed it's a really seasonal thing with RC vehicles. I think the first couple of years we didn't even realize it was happening, but now we're expecting it. You know, here comes the wind and the snow and the cold, and so the planes are going to get put away and the trucks are going to come out. 
Yeah, the guys at the field of all started buying their stadium trucks, and I'm like, I don't know how these are going to work in the winter, but uh, I've been eyeing them. But uh, I keep, I'll stay. Well, I'm going to keep flying. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can always still fly. Uh, a really good one for the snow is the Tundra, and yes. you know, put snow skis on, and yeah. Well, I mean, I when we uh, when we did the release, uh, I did all the winter footage for uh, for Hobby King because there was no snow in the Upper New York State where the U.S. crew is. So I was lying on my belly in minus thirty five, getting all the winter shots I could out of out of the aircraft. But uh, you know, it's uh, we still get out there and fly no matter what, even if it's for like 10, 15 minutes. I just certain airplanes do get put away because even I've uh, very foolishly given myself frostbite. So, <laughs> Ooh, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah so. It's sad when the snow comes. It always is. I wish it could be nice and warm and no wind every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, well, I mean, we'll be looking at snow until like well into April at our rate. So one nice thing about the quads is, you know, they, they can take on seems like 30 mile an hour winds or mm-hmm. something, you know, really yeah. take on winds really well. Yeah, I'll be so, building a uh, full full rated winter quad again for this winter. Just because uh, what happens is you end up taking off, and you're amazed at how much snow gets dumped in on top of the controllers and everything. So I'll build another sealed unit and uh, get it uh, all flying. We've got some. My son and I've got some ideas what we want to do with this one this year. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, and I, I was amazed. You know, we get to. And we're like you guys. We've all bought the transmitter mitts, and and we have the hand warmers that go in them, and we're out there, and you know winter coats and boots and hats and have the planes on skis. And I was really amazed. Uh, we, we have some videos and some pictures out there that it got to the point a couple years ago when we had that really, really nasty cold winter that Wayne and I were like, screw it. We don't care what it's doing. We're going flying. And we picked a couple of the nastiest cold, snowy days and went out and go, we're going to fly. Whatever happens, happens. If we crash, we crash, whatever. And we grabbed our Fly Zone Beavers, which is still one of our favorite planes, and went out there and flew like, well, it was about 15 minutes at a time to our even, you know, our toes and fingers got numb. But I was still amazed, at, like, even in a severe snowstorm, winds gusting to 30 miles an hour that... Those planes still flew uh, relatively well considering and took the snow and the elements and we still had a blast. And so ever since that time, like winter is on, like we don't forget it, whatever it's doing, you know, it gets to that point where like we got to get out. There's no more hanging out in the house. We just got to get out and we got to fly and we got to do something just just to make, yeah, make you feel better. So I was just amazed at some of the stuff, what you can do out there in the wintertime. Hey, when we had the Cajun Commander, we took it out to the airfield in some thick snow, and that was one of the most memorable times we've ever had at the airfield. And that was with a an airboat, right? Oh, and we wouldn't have thought it was that much fun, but it was it was a blast. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well. I'll try to kind of wrap this up. I know I told you guys I wouldn't didn't want to keep you more than an hour, so I'll kind of stick to that. But I have a couple uh, last thoughts here and questions for you guys before we let you go. One of them is, where do you see this hobby? Like, we're always talking about, oh, we're almost at the end here at uh, 2016. We're rolling into 2017, and we're probably going to do a year-end review and talk about how, you know, the quad racing and, and the quads and the, the, the camera drones and everything has taken over. What do you guys think is going to happen, or where do you see the hobby maybe going in 2017? Well, it's outstanding to see what drones 
have done or quadcopters have done for the hobby in the last couple of years because it's got it's just exploded the hobby. People are picking up quads at Walmart or wherever, mm-hmm. Amazon, whatever, for their first time, and they're flying them and they're watching YouTubers like us and flight tests, and they're thinking, okay, these quads are a lot of fun. Maybe I should try a plane. And and so they're getting their first plane for the first time. Then they're telling us their flight experience on that. So the quads have really helped progress the hobby. I mean, I never saw it coming. I don't think I ever could have seen that coming. So I think that's going to continue to help the hobby grow. We're going to see more innovation with quads. Uh, it's, it's super competitive right now because there's so many people making them. So it's really awesome to see the competition. I don't, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. You know, race drones, that's going to continue getting bigger with ESPN picking it up and uh, just being on TV and stuff. That's insane, isn't it? I mean, the yeah. cash prize can win just for racing a drone yeah you're gonna see awesome. some more like ready to go ready to run ready to fly whatever plane or right. fpv race drones yeah. so i think that's you're gonna see a lot more i think the kits are gonna start to be a thing of the past like building uh, of course people are still gonna do it but right. more and more people are gonna do this ready to fly race drone stuff um i think we'll see a lot of those this year for sure yeah we'll we see more <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about that, and then the, the other thing we've really picked up on lately, especially with a lot of these big manufacturers, is the the wings coming back. I think a couple podcasts ago, we like you know wings have always been around; they're always fun and fantastic to fly. But like, look at Horizon; they've have like four or five wings come out here in the last seems like six months, and that you were lucky to maybe even see one a year. So that that's another thing, you know, the FPV, you know, whether it's a racing wing or an F, just a big uh, FPV wing platform or whatever. And I think, you know, that's, there's, it's funny how things just kind of go in a big circle and things are coming back. Cause you know, yeah, four, think, four or five years ago, they were pretty popular and then they just kind of disappeared. So they're coming back. I think 17 will probably see HD video become a super affordable thing because it's got, it's going to happen. We just, it's a matter of time right now it's happening. It's just really expensive. So mm-hmm. we'll see that come price in 2017. There's going to be some FPV, big jumps i'm sure because uh, as it as it grows in popularity there's more and more of a market for it um so you know people will come out with great leaps and bounds and make it more affordable i know that'll happen but i'm excited to see the things happen that i have no idea what's going to happen too but now that the mavic has come out and the arms are foldable we see uh tens and hundreds soon to come of foldable arms on drones that's the new thing now make it smaller make it fit in your pocket and so uh yeah i'm excited waterproof drones yeah. that's mm-hmm. kind of a thing oh i mean i know they're only kind of water resistant but wouldn't it be cool to see it be like a submarine and then fly about <laughs> on the water we might even see some real delivery with drones i think domino's just delivered their first pizza oh really with a drone uh, like a you, week ago, someone told, oh. that. someone told me that. We're a reliable source. I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. I haven't heard that one, but that'd be interesting. Wow, wow, and uh, yeah, I could definitely see that. I mean, it's it's not hard. I made a video, and it was, I mean, legit. I have a guy that makes his own coffee three ounces down. I fired up the Phantom, flew down, he poured me some coffee, hooked it up, and I flew it back and drank it. <laughs> so. Um, how, I'm curious, you know, you, we're not, we're pretty, by about a half hour north of where uh, Flight Fest was, so obviously you guys are down there in Kentucky. How far away are you from us? I'm just curious. When well, you, Canton is about four, four hours, I would say, 
from where we are. So mm-hmm. that helps. That's not in other words. In other words, I don't know why it's taken this long, but we got to hang out sometime. <laughs> so we got to mm-hmm. fly some stuff together. You're you're getting to my point. Whether you want to come up here or we venture down to your area, I would love to get together. That would be collaborate. Awesome. Bring all the the planes and the phantoms, and I mean, make a cool. weekend out of it and shoot some stuff. Yeah. And oh man, that would be good. That'd I'd be love awesome. It. I can't think of any reason not to do that. <laughs> All right. Springtime, when the weather breaks, we're going to plan something. I wouldn't mind sure. going to Kentucky. Yeah, that I'd would love be to awesome. go down to I'm Kentucky. I'm all about nature and yeah. stuff. So I don't know how Aurora you leave. Hey, uh, real quick, real quick, just a uh, quick, quick question because I, I, Popeye is very popular. He's in the videos. I also have a, uh, a, I have a Yorkie Shih Tzu mix that absolutely, like Popeye, hates the cars. I mean, chases like the, she can. He hates them or loves them. He loves the chase. He loves yes. Uh, she can, you know, if she can't even see it, she can hear. It. Like I can go from the garage and start running on the side of the house, and she's just already going nuts. <laughs> now, have you had any bad experiences? Because I did run my Yorkie over one time, and, <laughs> and it was not good. And I think. It wasn't good. Let's just put it anyway. That that kind of ended the uh, chasing of the the cars, and it wasn't on purpose by any means. So you, you haven't had any bad experiences with Popeye yet, have you? Always worried uh, and super aware of that because he's such a little guy. So yeah. we try to cut the power and slam the brakes anytime he's around. And with quads, if he's jumping and it's getting a little too close, the power gets cut. Yeah, um, and hopefully, knock on wood, that it never happens. But it could. I think he knows the risk involved <laughs> while he's chasing. Yeah. But <laughs> he was chasing our, our truck. The, well, the, the truck. Well, he chased a plane the other day. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But he was chasing a truck the other day going full speed and he couldn't keep up with it at all. And I was like, Nathan, he's going to break his leg. I, I, I think I watched that. Was it the, the bison yeah, truck? Bison. Yeah. And I watched yeah. that and it gave me flashbacks. I'm like, no, 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 no. Cause that's, ex- <laughs> that's exactly how my little dog got run over. Like she just was chasing it. And, and, yeah. And went after like, was going to bite a tire and grabbed a hold of that tire and it that thing just rolled i mean both of them just went and i was like oh no no (laughs) when we first got popeye he wasn't involved in the videos at all and then we slowly like put him in our unboxing videos and then when we would do flights in the backyard he would be there Mm -hmm. and then it came to a point where popeye wasn't in a video people get mad people would get mad oh my gosh popeye (laughs) like what did you do and even like with Flight Fest, people were like, "Where's Popeye?" Yeah, we were like, the "There's weekend. no way we could bring Popeye out here." He oh. has he's in the spotlight a hundred <laughs> times. He's the star of the show. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Okay, last very last question. We'll let you guys know. We we ask everybody this because you know the FT After Hours were all about crash stories and crashing. Each one of you have got to give me either your best favorite crash or if you really don't have one your absolute worst most embarrassing i can't believe i did that crash so whoever wants to start uh i know abby's got a good one so i'll just get mine over with quickly i think i already i don't what's my good one the one one that i already told you guys that's a really embarrassing story i don't think that's really been put out there yet so Uh that's a good with my first plane catching on fire that's pretty good that's pretty good i I probably would have just quit right there like uh, (laughs) this isn't for me when you buy a plane and it catches on fire (laughs) this is not good (laughs) (laughs) like 
two feet from crashing into a car at Wade's house. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was flying a little extra 300 plane, and it just kind of lost. I just lost orientation a little bit with it. I was pretty far away, and I knew I had to bring it down because it, it was kind of close to some other houses. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it to fall out of the sky, even if it had to break before it got to the other houses. And depth perception's a funny thing. Oh, yes. Uh, Mike knows that, too. <laughs> <laughs> it came down about two feet from someone's car, and oh. I was thing and I grabbed it and I grabbed the pieces before they came out and saw it. So Let's just say we've did. never flown at Wade's house. Again. Wow. It did not. It, I promise it didn't hit anything, but man, was it close. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. And I, what's mine? What's mine? The synthay when it bounced or maybe when the Millennium Master crashed into the side of the building. Or... Oh, there's been too many. <laughs> <laughs> what's the most memorable one, I guess? <laughs> the Millennium Master? That one was so sad because it was right before the it was right before the world record, and I loved that plane. Oh, so it that- mm-hmm. because I was flying it because I was like, let me get a flight in. We had just gotten there because we we were editing our videos before we would leave the hotel that morning. Uh-huh. So I got it in the air and was flying fine, and landings are always where it's at with Rex and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's coming toward you, and you go the wrong way, and, uh, you know, it, they had that netting up there to separate the flight line from spectators, mm-hmm. and of course, I wouldn't hit the netting, I would hit the, the pole. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty, that was pretty tragic. Probably because so many people were there. There were a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Always more, but there are more people there. Okay, Abby, I just got to know this, too. Uh, maybe uh, you told Nate to do the dishes or clean up his, pick up his clothes, and he didn't do it, and you're like, hmm, you know. And so you're out at the flying field, and you're flying around, and he's got the video camera. Have you ever went, you know what, I'm just going to aim for his head once and uh, <laughs> see what happens. Have you ever hit him on purpose? No, no, we've never, we've never hit each other on purpose. <laughs> Man, that's a cruel question. I never heard I that one come ask. out of you. Well, like, you know, maybe not hit him in the head, but like, remember, remember this morning when I told you to pick up your clothes and you didn't? Well, there's a little payback. Yeah. <laughs> oh, with trucks, and oh, honestly, there's the worst one was Nate hitting me with the Arma Nero. Oh, full speed, full speed! I was filming it right at me, and wow. of course. He didn't put that on YouTube, no, but it was just, on video. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see that. <laughs> that, one that one hurt really bad. Those trucks hurt. I yes, firsthand. Yeah, they're heavy and they're fast oh. and they hurt. There's yeah, no I've doubt. Ends with a metal metal body before, so that's yeah. that's always fun. Oh, <laughs> oh man! <laughs> wow. I think that. We have we have enough. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why the world's like this. But we have enough haters on YouTube that if we don't come together on this <laughs> to to uh, put up with the trolls and the haters, then we don't stand a chance if we do it on our own. So I guess this is my opportunity to give a personal shout out and a very uh, endearing thank you to our haters for helping <laughs> grow relationships yeah. much stronger. Like, is my nose really that big, 
<laughs> Are you serious? Oh, wow. Oh, we yeah. get it. You'd be surprised. You know, we filter we filter cussing and everything on our channel because there are kids on there. So we just yep. we try to keep that off there yeah. as best we can. Some people are just hateful toward us. Not even really about the RC vehicle. I think, that, the time. Wow. I think that's one of the we've learned along the way. I mean, you guys probably see it too. Sometimes if you don't, then you're very lucky. But there are just a lot of people that um, are really negative. Just, yes. And if anyone out there is listening and they're thinking about starting, see, we're just super normal people. We have, there's no reason that we have grown anything on YouTube. We're just persistent. But if you want to start a YouTube channel uh, or any kind of thing online, be very persistent mm -hmm. and ignore negative mm -hmm. people because there always will be negative Boy, people. Boy, that's something Chad always told me yeah. too. Yeah, and what's crazy is they pick up on like the, the littlest little, detail. Like, yeah, how did you even notice? That's like, what I he says. You'll put just something like a speck in the video, and yeah. they'll, they'll they'll find it and they'll hone in yeah. on that. And it's like and, really, it's and unbelievable what that, they they sit and analyze. Right, and that's a funny story, Nate and Abby. I'll tell you guys, and Mike Mike knows this all too well. Is um, when we used to old, back in the old days when we were down at Chad's house and we used to film in the garage. We when we get there, we'd set the setup and everything, and we'd always all the time would go what can we put in here in this That's set or, is something or or to see if people would no, notice it every time they would pick up on it every time yep. there wasn't one time where they, somebody didn't notice something sure. or pick up on yep. it they're very keen to it's it it's unreal if people could take that time that they use to <laughs> pick out your negative things and our negative things yeah. and be productive I guarantee that person that's right. being so negative would be 10 times more popular than us and maybe even you guys. Yeah, we've had some popular YouTubers go after us that were more popular than us, and we were very surprised about that. Yeah. And then we have some newcomers, you know, 100, 200 subscribers that make rant videos about us, and we're just kind of <laughs> like, stop. Wow. Just that emotion that you of hatred you have toward us and totally let that just let it motivate you to be better than us yeah you know and just don't hate us just use it to your benefit that's wow. how we feel like, yeah and as motivation i don't want to get hung up on this sure. i don't like being <laughs> well it's great that you guys can stay positive yeah. we definitely enjoy listening to you and talking with you it's great <laughs> Some people that start channels, one dislike, one thumbs down, it's Isn't over it? for them. But yeah, don't let that get you down. Yeah, you can't please everybody. No. But we have a lot of fun with it. And as Nate said, yeah. you kind of need to bring us together. Yeah, I just wanted to address that because I think that's a big part of YouTube, of YouTube in general. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But then there's always that one person, I'm sure it's happened to you guys, you had a horrible day at work, you're in a bad mood, and you get home, you might check some comments, and you get that one person that just... Nails it. Just gets you Dude, right to that skin. day, and you're yeah. like, that's it, you know? And then you go after him a little bit, and you're like, and then finally, like, that was stupid. I'll never do yeah. that again. That <laughs> it wasn't worth it. Somebody getting under your skin, yeah. and then you do something. That, yeah, it doesn't end well, usually. Yeah. Didn't that happen to you here, Andre, real quick? Somebody did something, you're like, why is he doing this to me he gave me a thumbs down how can you give me a thumbs down <laughs> retaliate yeah I, yeah you're right you get those days where it's like why why what 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 you know like yeah. this, there's nothing wrong with this video go away <laughs> yeah. but no it's uh it's a slow steady process yeah mm -hmm. for sure 
All right, guys, we'll wrap this up. I've I've overextended my welcome with you guys. I kept you a lot longer than uh, I told you I would, but it's great conversation. I love having you guys on. I appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us. Uh, I love what you guys do, the dynamic. Again, I, I see the passion in what you guys do in your videos. Keep it up. Keep, Keep finding it going. the time to do yes, it, too, because it sounds like you're extremely busy. Yeah, so. it's tough. I, I don't know how you do it again. <laughs> I wish I wish I you know had more time, could do more things. But stay at it. We, we love you guys, and uh, I would like to stay in touch with you guys. And hopefully maybe, like I said, in the spring, maybe we could get together and collaborate and do some stuff. I, th- I think it what would a, be a blast. It would. It would be. I mean, a lot of fun. I, I, Find myself there. We, the invitation's been out there, so when, when it warms up, all right, I'm gonna say, let's see this for all sure. Right. So, thanks everybody for listening. Yes, thank uh, you. Hope your Thanksgiving went well or is going well. Uh, we're gonna get out of here and uh, probably go eat some leftover turkey, maybe, okay. and uh, go enjoy this nice, miserable, cold weather we're having here. And uh, we'll oh. talk to you guys soon. Thanks, guys, for joining us. See you later. See ya. Thanks for Thank you.